possibly cope. You're Alec Baldwin, bro. I don't I don't want that. I don't want to be Alec Baldwin. All right, I'll start the show. When I was a young boy, then I heard that bass kick, then I heard that hi-hat, then I heard that tape deck spinning like the earth inside of my mom's car. Made me want to rule the world and I feel I'm not far. You know Welcome to Bad Vice, everybody, cat. What is Bad Vice? Bad Vice is a podcast where advice experts, Robin and Gorian, read advice columns and then they give their own advice yeah. and then they read the actual advice. Yeah, There's also dude. recently been a rota- rotating cast of char- characters. Yeah, um, the other day I was thinking about it. I was talking with Hoffman about it because on um, Howard Stern, his whack pack, they all have- Whack pack? Yeah, he calls them the whack pack. Dear Lord. I feel like I gotta start giving people so zany. <laughs> nicknames on this show because I can't refer to people by their whole names now. I want them to become like, beyond the names like they got to become like characters that can stand the test of time you know mm, that'd be fun so i feel like you know if we, we can think about some names out there you know we got a couple rotating guests we know who they are so you come up with a good name for them you know i feel like hoffman would be a good one the first yeah, one you know that sounds to test cool it. yeah i guess like hoffman is already like kind of a nickname that is like, true that's not his first name dude you know what <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you know what he gets me to do what it gets me to like message girls on Instagram or on Tinder for him. Like the mm-hmm. first messages, he'll send me a girl be like, "What do I say? What do I say? What do I say?" You know, <laughs> and like, like, is it a joke or does he actually like want? No, your he wants advice? me to fucking write up. A th- he wants me to hit you, man. He wants me to hit him. I like, hit. What, what do you say? What What's your What's your advice? What's your go to? I don't know why Tinder he does pickup line. Well, I it, I don't have a go to one. It's just like reading the bio and replying it or whatever. But I always refer to like himself as Hoffman you know he's like do you want me to send this I'm like yeah man like you got a good he's like you don't even know my last name I'm like yeah it's a conversation starter and I'm like oh Hoffman huh your whole name's Matt Hoffman and then boom you're off to the fucking races you know that that's your go-to move is like bring your last name into the mix yeah it's mysterious dude it's like powerful that's why I don't like Bumble is that like you have to send the first message yeah it's all on you, you motherfuckers it. it's not a, <laughs> it's, it requires a lot more effort it's funny how there's no real like asymmetrical apps like that where it's like Tinder is like you know XY boom equals Z versus Bumble's like you're a woman, you got like some things to deal with. If you're a dude, it's like, it's two different playing fields, you know? It's like two different wars battling on at the same time. Versus Tinder, we're all fighting on the same side. Bumble, it's like, you know, how do I make her message me first? How would I make, because half the time on Bumble, you match with someone, they give you the full 24 hours, and then, they, you know, it's gone. It's in the fucking ether somewhere. Yeah, I feel like with dating apps, <laughs> the problem is the experience for men and women are so, it, it's so different, right? Because yeah. if you're a girl, and like no matter like what how bad your profile is you're, you're gonna, gonna get you're swiped. gonna get a, you're Come gonna get dude. a million ma- <laughs> yeah, of course i was listening to one episode of bad vice once and i realized because you were talking about tinder that you can have the uh you know the people that like you bubble thing that i swear to god bro if you say it goes 99 plus and just fucking i, I didn't know it could not be 99 <laughs> <plus>. <laughs> that blew my mind that it i like you can be on Tinder for like five minutes and it goes oh to 90. I thought God, it was, dude. I didn't think that it actually kept track until you started oh, paying. Fuck. I thought it just automatically set. I thought it was bullshit. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm about thought, 10 right now. I'm at about 10 on mine. So, and it's been like that for the last like three months too. So it's like, you know, we're all doing well in our own fucking field. 99 plus. But that's how asymmetrical the experience is. It really are. is. And that's why it's like, even, and then that's why Bumble's the weirdest one too. Cause it's like. Man, I guess it really just filters them all out for you because, like, you match and then you have, like, 
you know, Bumble's like waking up the next day and you're like, do I really want to talk to this person? We matched. We kissed mm. last night. Do I really want to message this person back today? You know? Because mm. like half the time it's like, even it'll happen to me where it's like you match with someone on Bumble, they'll message you first and you're like, ooh. <laughs> Just instant regret. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Bad Mice. Um, we'll let that be for the musings for now. I got a couple more musings, but... They'll pop up throughout the show. I have show. one musing today. This is perfect. I feel like it's going to be a good fucking show today. It's hot, too, man. It's 80 degrees in here. It's The heat's getting to me now, and it's cold outside. It's going to be cold sometime this week, and then it's going to be warm again. Whoa. Weather Catherine over forecast. here. Um, all right. You want me to start off with one? Yeah, you start. Let's start with something lighthearted. All right. My boss asked me to make travel arrangements for herself and a C-suite executive. What's a, what's a C-suite? Uh, is it C-suite? S-U-I-T-E. Like the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Okay. Okay. I think it just means like someone. Like important. Someone yeah, important. you know, like a fucking assistant manager oh, or something. probably C- like like CEO, like chief something. Uh, oh, maybe. Maybe C- like S. We know business. S-F-O. Yeah, that's something. I have done this before, but this time I made a huge mistake. The travel... <laughs> The travel was supposed to be to the American city of Naples in the state of Florida. Oh, no. I accidentally booked a flight and hotel for the city of Naples in Italy instead. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh. We're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in America anymore. Um, I should have been more careful when I was booking the flights and should have paid more attention when the list of hotels came up. It was completely my fault. You know how many times you have to click on that fucking, would you like to translate this page into English Google thing you'd have to do if you're booking a fucking hotel in Italy? Like, wait, what were you looking at the pictures being like, wow, the view's amazing in fucking Florida. But also, I feel like it's a little bit on her boss, because if you say Naples and you don't specify Florida, you wouldn't think Florida, because it's not like a big place in Florida. That is true. It's, quite, it's kind of like if you meant London, Ontario, yeah. right? Like if you just said London, I'm taking a trip to London, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, why'd you, why'd you book it to the UK? That's one of the bits from The Simpsons when Apu is like, oh, I saw Paris Hilton on my way to Paris, Texas, on my way to Paris, France, you know? There's a zillion Paris is out there. Great. Classic. And it's like, I bu- the, the weirdest part's when you bump into a street that's named after a city you live in. I see Ottawa Street sometimes, I'm like, does this go all the way to Ottawa? You know? There's a Canada Crescent in Oakville. <laughs> You just stand there like this is where they this is where it was formed, man. This is where it all fucking happened. Yeah. Canada Crescent. Yeah, the birthplace of Canada. Oh, was it your mom that said the the Avenue Road joke? No, my uh, older bro- that brother was fucking Jeff, funny. He, Say it here. He drove past on the highway, the exit was like Avenue Road, and he goes, Avenue Road, make up your mind. That's very fucking funny. He was really proud of himself. I told him that I would tell you. <laughs> I think about once a month I look up like I oh my Google, it's like an autocomplete now. I'll just type <laughs> I'll just type W and it'll be like the autocomplete will be like, what's the differences between roads, avenues, crescents? Because I get so curious sometimes when I'm like, what the fuck is the difference? How are you getting and I never remember? How are you that. getting I was gonna ask, how are you getting curious about that multiple times? <laughs> Do you know? Um Cold de sac. Uh I used to know. I feel like Road. You tell me the difference between a road and an road. avenue, I'll give you a dollar. Isn't road in between two roads where avenue has an end to it? Like an avenue goes from a road Every street to ends. A... Well, no, some go from road to road. Some just turn into different roads, too, at some points. 
Well, they don't turn in. They just end. Like, you have two roads, and then you have one that connects them. But and then they are, like, named different things. You should Google this more often. <laughs> you ever see those pictures that people make where it's just one line, and it's, like, one line drawn continuously, but then by the end it makes out something beautiful looking? Yeah. Uh, America should be like that, where there's one fucking road, all roads end at the same fucking place, and that's literally a, everything's built off of this one road. Idea. No, 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 because it can wind back and forth, but you can never be lost. It's always forwards or back, never any other direction. Yeah. That's a good fucking idea. Well, if you want to go to your... Put that on freebies, motherfucker. That'd be a good, that'd be a good thing for freebies. Just say what freebies See, they, is? They don't know what freebies is. This is why you have to tell me when the podcasts start. Uh, <laughs> freebies is my amazing podcast idea where you surrender all of the legal rights to your great ideas in hopes that somebody else will make them. I fucking love that, dude. If you want to make that, I'm down to make that, man. Freebies? Because we got lots of great ideas, too. We know a lot of people that are just like... You know, very smart and talented. I have a whole notes app I've been having for like two <laughs> years that has all of my freebies idea. Your ideas, I like it. Um, let's see. Where were we in the column? She's booking travel. Yeah. I should have been more careful when I was booking the flights and should have paid more attention when the list of hotels came up. It was completely my fault. The worst part is my boss and the executive didn't realize the city was wrong until they landed. No! That's kind of weird. Oh. How does that work where they're like, maybe it wasn't a direct flight. Mm, yeah, they're dumb. <laughs> the, um, we're in Canada. Both my boss and the executive came to our district from the province of Quebec after two branches merged. And while their English is good, it is not their first language, and they didn't realize I'd booked the wrong international city. Wait a minute. So we're, they're in Canada, and I guess... How are you... How do you... Is there a difference with... I don't, tr- I don't fly often. Would flying to America be any different than flying, like, overseas? Because that's, like, transcontinental or some shit, dude. Yeah, the the plane would probably be a little bit bigger, and it would be, like, a much longer flight. Yeah, and they'd be like, thank you for coming today to Naples. They say that shit at the beginning of the flights. Yeah, but they, they're French, though, and it was probably in English. <laughs> If they're flying out of fucking Canada, it would have been in both languages. We Only know on that Air for sure. Canada. If it's a, it's by oh, the, shit. I think really? it's by the airlines, not by like Stupid where, where you are. Stupid fucking Frenchies. Oh, well. Oh, that's bad. I had one job where I had to kind of look up hotels or uh, like for my boss. And it was like so stressful, even though he was like the most chill person yeah. in the world. I was like, what, what if I like pick the wrong yeah. hotel and he books it is like terrible. I'm hotel like, late. What? I mean, that would be pretty bad if I were to be like... That's true. I set you up in a hostel. I'm still at that point in my life where, like, I'm so excited when I stay in a hotel. I fucking love it. I'm digging through all the drawers. I'm checking underneath the bed to see if someone left something, like a charger or whatever. I I, I hope I never become to the point where I'm like George Clooney up in the air who, like, spends half of his fucking life in a hotel room just traveling for some shit meeting somewhere. That would be horrible. My family's go-to vacation was always, like, Niagara Falls. So it's like, like oh, really? from Oakville, it's like, what, like an hour drive? And then you just stay in a hotel for a night and see Niagara Falls. It's a great vacation. Super cheap. Wouldn't you just want to drive back the same day? Well, that's the whole thing you stay in a hotel. It's like, that's <laughs> part of the fun, you know? It's like the hotel experience, but you also have like a cool waterfall next to it. It's, uh, you're, you're bending the rules of the staycation. Yours is like a mild getawaycation. It's like a we happen to live very close to a cool thing vacation. That is true. Would you would your family gamble and stuff? No. Okay. I mean, like, not that I know of. Like, as a child, I wouldn't yeah. have gone. Maybe my parents went one night or something. Uh, they ended up in Italy. 
and missed the conference and meetings they were supposed to attend and were not able to pitch our product. The cost of my mistake, incorrect flight tickets, hotel, conference fee, and lost product orders was at least $25,000 and possibly even more. My boss called her boss while she was still in Italy and told him to fire me. I was given up my pay to the current I was given my pay up to the current day and perp walked out of the building in front of everyone. I know I screwed up, but four months ago I was given a raise and a slight bump in title because my annual review was so good. I have never made a mistake like this. I needed this job. I'm going to be a father in less than a month. How can I convince my boss that I'm sorry and give me another chance? Oh, you can't. It's it's (laughs) some... This this sucks. Like, that's... It's a terrible thing, but sometimes you just, like, you make a shitty mistake and you have to deal with the consequences and you have to, like, just find a new job. Yeah. He's not getting his job back. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get walked out of the building, your boss isn't going to be like, well, we'll just walk you right back in. Sorry for the misunderstanding. It's weird that it's like, you know, you can't blame someone for making a mistake, but at the same time, you can just hire someone who... I'm pretty sure we'll check to make sure you're flying to the right fucking country next time. And sometimes it's like if you're the lower level employee and a mistake has been made, sometimes it's like whoever's lowest on the totem pole that's been like that's been involved is the mm-hmm. one that gets the consequences, right? Yeah. Like it might have been the higher ups that didn't someone, specify the city, but someone someone's gotta fall for it. You yeah, know? you don't just spend like twenty five K, lose your product and everything, and then they're like, All right. You know, mistakes happen, but you'll get it right next time, you know? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I feel so... <laughs> He's going to be a dad. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> He's going to go is... home and be like, oh, no, oh, I fucked the wrong wife. Ah! You know? This guy's a, this guy's a bozo. Come on. He's going to make a million mistakes. <laughs> the girl at the gym's name was, was, was also Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> it was Catherine with a C. <laughs> he's gonna do that thing where it's like he brings home his kid and he looks in the stroller and it's a fucking watermelon, you know? And he'll be like, whoops, uh-oh, don't know what happened there. That'd be, that'd be rough. That'd be a bit, bit much. I don't know what advice to give him other than that he's just gotta, like, take a week and then... <sighs> Shake make, it off. Like, get a, get a new job, like, start the new job hunt. Maybe, I, maybe take it as a blessing and, like... Take some time off and enjoy the birth of your kid if you have the financial means to do so. But if you don't, like, yeah. go to Indeed.com and... Paternity leave. Boom, bro. Well, Fucking he stay have, at home for a year. He doesn't have a job to take paternity leave from. Mm. It's just unemployment. Doesn't the government just pay people to stay at home for a year, though? No. After they have kids? Actually, I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> I have no Thank idea. you. Correct answer. I said that way too confidently. I was like, no, they don't. The government wouldn't do that. They don't do anything. Oh, man. All right. What I would do is I would I would be like, listen, I don't want my job back. I understand that. Would you be able to write me a reference for a new job? Because we understand that this is a crazy situation that's kind of a one-off, you know? Mm. And I understand that and I take the blame for it. But I do believe I was a good employee here up until that point. So if it would be okay with you, I would like to be commemorated for what I have done, not the mistake I made. That's Boom. that's a good move to ask for a, a, a reference. Of reference. Yeah, because at least get something out of it then. And they then, might not give it to you, but like, what's the no harm? harm in asking, bro? So what's the what's who whose advice column is this? Do we know? This is ask a manager. So it's all just about asking Ooh. a manager what to do. I hope no. it's not his manager that answers. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's never specified what kind of manager he is, so it, it applies to everything for every situation, I guess. Answer. Uh, okay, so he had a whole thing, and I'm like, I'm not bringing in like eight fucking paragraphs. So I'll just I bring out in the last little one. 
As for if there's anything you can do to get that job back, ugh, I think it's pretty unlikely, unfortunately. That said, this is a situation where I think you have nothing to lose by trying, even if it doesn't ultimately work. You could contact your boss with a sincere apology and explain that you're mortified and that you understand the terrible impact it had. You could say that you understand her decision, but that you're also hoping she might be open to reconsidering in light of your long track record of good work there and that this was out of character for you. If there's anything that at play that could explain this, you could mention that too. Like if you were sick when you booked the tickets. Ah, oh, dude, last time I had a, I had a little, had some sniffles last night, and I uh, and just uh, forgot what country <laughs> you were going to. Forgot you were allergic to apples and fed you some apples, and I'm sincerely sorry about that. Um, I want to warn you that I don't think the high, the chances are high that this will work, but I think it. But I don't think it will hurt you, so if you wanted to give a shot, you could. Meanwhile, though, I'd be very actively job searching. I am sorry. I think that's getting his hopes up a little bit. Yeah. I don't think he's getting the job no back. No way! He's like, you know. I wouldn't waste any time trying to, like, just burn the bridge, you know? Just leave. On the plus side, though, how long do you think they stayed in Italy for? I would. That's pretty say, tight, man. I know, like they probably miss their uh, their business thing, but that's kind of an upgrade. Dude could have played this like, like Italy a fucking... over like Florida, not even Orlando. <laughs> you like hour six over the fucking Atlantic, and they're like, I don't think. Oh I don't no, think we're going. our company paid for us to go to Italy. Oh, if this so was like, sad. I would watch the fuck out of a rom com where it's like, you sent us to Italy, and they're like, yeah, because you need a break, you know. He should have just tried and spun this as like he was intentionally doing. But the product, forget the product, okay? You're the product. I mean, yeah, yeah. He should march right back in there yeah. and try and spin it that way. <laughs> you had fun, didn't you? You had pizza. You saw the Parthenon. We did have a lot of fun over there. All right, let's do amusing over here. Um, this is one when I was back home in Ottawa for the weekend. And I fucking hate it when any service, we log on to it, and it's like, hmm, excuse me, you're browsing from a strange location. We're going to have to email you six digits, and then you're going to have to punch these six digits in. Have you ever gotten this before? No. It happens all the time for Netflix and for Amazon. Oh, there's been an unexpected login. Like, if you log in, like, in a browser somewhere else. Like, if you log in on Amazon somewhere else. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't just log in here. You're going to need to confirm that this is you logging in. It's oh, like, it's weird. ridiculous. Like, every time you want to log in somewhere weird like that, they send you an email. Then you go in the email, you get the thing, you put it on. I've gotten emails, but I've never had to do anything. Like, Google, if I, anytime I sign in on a new computer, it'll be mm -hmm. like, your account might be being hacked. <laughs> uh, even then, even the emails, too, is just like, way too much, dude. You don't have to do anything. It's like, no, if this no. is you, you're fine. I've never had, I would be annoyed if I had to enter a pin. There is, the pin sometimes fucking does it. I think it does it with um, Podbean. Like when you try to log in on Podbean on another computer or if like Patreon, when you log in somewhere else, it just like freaks the fuck out. Don't like it. All right. What do you, what do you got this week? All right. Let me pull up my first one. Okay. So this is another one from Am I the Asshole? Oh, love it. I think it's it's also asking for some advice for how to uh, handle this situation. Okay. So, am I the asshole for accidentally hatching my roommate's egg? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. A, an, another unique situation here. I hope it's not like a fucking egg she put in the bank or something, dude. No. Okay, no, good. Thank no. God. This is... You'll see my roommate and my roommate 22 female yeah. and i 24 female have been living together for six months and so far everything has been gravy 
We're friends from college, live our own lives, and both do our share our share of chores around the apartment. All good so far. Mm-hmm. A few days ago, my roommate, we'll call her Claire, brought home an emu egg. Claire. We live in rural Australia. Emu oh, egg. Well, they yeah, live thank in- you. <laughs> um, you know who in an emu egg the other day? Fucking Robin, man. Oh, really? Dude, her uncle in Cape Town has like emus. They went to an emu farm, but like on her property, they used to have um, peacocks, like 20 peacocks just walking around the fucking property all the time. And I'm trying to get her to bring me back an ostrich egg. I think that'd be badass, man. What if it what if it hatches and then she just has I'll like look a, after the dude, man. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Can you imagine you just have an ostrich in here? Oh, dude, you ever see a baby ostrich or a baby emu? He runs into the dogs in the hall. <laughs> they, start, so they, they, they walk around like fucking velociraptors. They get like this tall at one point and they're just like walking around all over the place. They're really cool. There's not an ostrich. I think there's an emu or something at the uh, High Park Zoo. <gasps> Ooh. Or something like it. And it's, it's creepy. I'd love to ride one. That's great. Okay, so we live in rural Australia, so seeing an emu egg is not that big of a deal. But then she told me she found it on a mound in the bush, and I'm like, holy shit, is this an actual live emu in here? I like how Australians say in the bush. Yeah. That's fucking badass, dude. In the fucking bush, man. There is parts of Canada that they say that too. Nah, they're just wannabe Australians. They're just wannabe. We, we say the shield over here. Oh, yeah, we found it in the shield. Eh. Canadian shield. Come on, man. Okay, so she just shrugged. I said it was <laughs> I said it was fucked up to just take an egg that had a chicken in it. Eat or be eaten, bitch. Come on. She told me she thought it was abandoned and she thought she was going to tr- and she was going to try and get it to hatch. <laughs> now, at this point, I pretty much washed my hands of the situation. I didn't like having this egg around, but I wasn't going to sabotage my living situation over it. She would keep it in her room under a heat lamp. She has a pet <laughs> lizard that needs one. Oh, so dude, I hardly see it's so it. weird. Yeah, I so she's know. already like into in animals. The, if you're a person that has like a reptile as a pet, you better be cool as fuck or else it's just kind of like you're the lizard man. You live <laughs> with lizards. That's like your thing. Yeah, you're like, yeah, that's your thing. You that's know? like that's like on the Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I have five lizards. Oh man, uh, side note, some some chick on Robin's Facebook had her cat pass away, and it's like, she was sending me screenshots of like, grief, but like, paragraphs, dude. Like, oh. whole pages written out, and donation links, and it was just like, the most I've ever seen for like, you know. You don't, a, you don't want to put that on your public Facebook no. profile. You want, <laughs> you want, like... You want that in your messages. Yeah, you want that, like, privately. But, man, it, I, I was going to bring it in, too, and I fucking forgot it. Maybe next week. Lame. It's really good, though. Lame. Okay. Now, one day I come home from work, and I'm completely wrecked because I uh, I work on my feet all day. I walked over to the couch and sit down on this U-shaped cushion nice. we've had forever. A and put some seat. trash TV on. It's, like, kind of shaped like that, yeah. Of course, I end up falling asleep lying on the couch. No! I don't know what's going to happen. No! Flash forward to a couple hours later, and I wake up to Claire prodding me in the shoulder. Oh, my God. I open my eyes, and she is glaring straight at me, holding the egg right in my face. (laughs) There is a tiny chink point out of it, and the baby... Baby Emu's beak is legit coming through. I scream and ask her why the fuck she is holding an hatching animal in my face. Can you imagine waking up to that? Hatchimals. Clever. Boom. Clever. That's the new Beanie Baby right there. That's like a fucking Godfather thing. Like, 
You know, it's like if you know what's worse. I'd rather wake up to a fucking horse's head in my bed than like a horse giving birth. At least it's dead. Yeah, you know, like it's not gonna attack you. Animals that are just born always look gross, dude. It's so slimy, and you're like, ah, ah, and then after like three days, they're like the cutest thing ever. You know, like, Even oh, like I got babies, feathers. When they're like born, they're like yeah. Covered you in want like a nice one week old baby. Okay, so she tells me that she left the egg in the U-shaped cushion to incubate and that by sleeping (laughs) on it for ages, I had hatched it. This is the best part. She said it was the egg's cooling period and by sitting on it, I caused it to hatch premature. I told her (laughs) she should cool her period (laughs) and that she didn't know what she was talking about. Holy shit, I love this one. What a great comeback. You just woke up and (sighs) had like an animal hatching in your face. She said this as it happened. Yeah, she's like, I told her she could cool her period. Wow. Period. Okay, I think she was just mad that I had. Are you allowed to say that? Her. Are you allowed to tell someone to cool their period? They're they're both women, so I, I can't I say that. Uh, I, don't I can't think tell anyone you. Can really say it? It's not a. <laughs> it's not a thing that's like it's okay, not okay. It's not like oh, it's chill. It's just, like she meant it as like a harmful a, insult. As an insult. <laughs> Now she is talking about leaving the apartment over Uh this. I feel like it was an honest mistake and she shouldn't have stolen the egg and left it on the couch in the first place. So please tell me, am I the asshole here? And also, what what should she do? I do think that emu eggs aren't as big as ostrich eggs. I think emu eggs are like, you know, maybe like, I think they're about the size of a chicken egg. No, they're like probably bigger. Actually, I don't know. We don't know. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I would assume that they're bigger. She sat on the couch. Where was so, so the, was the couch U shaped? It was a U shaped pillow. U shaped pillow on the couch, so the egg was probably in like the little like nook of it. And she sat down on the whole pillow. Yeah, so she was probably like over the egg. <laughs> like one of those like you know like when maternity pillows that people sit on. Yeah. Like the neck pillows around your neck in airports, yes. but like on your ass. Exactly. How did that? I guess you know what? Eggs are fucking strong. You ever try and break an egg just like sideways? We we did a whole unit on this in grade five. Okay, maybe not a whole they, like, unit. That's a little too much. But they are strong. They put books and shit on them. Yeah. That that we shape. did that in grade five. It was great. <laughs> you ever have that thing where it's like the egg drop? Yeah, we also did that. I love that shit, dude. Egg drop's fun. That was my favorite assignment. Where it's like, finally, you're in school, and it's not like it's not equations. It's not right or wrong answers. Is you have a fucking egg, and if it cracks when it hits the ground from this ten foot drop game over you fucking lose okay all right so i need to make sure it lands safely oh and it needs to land on an x for you to get the most points so it's not just landing safely it has to land perfectly on the x and then you start racking your and it was it's like your school suddenly turns into a game show it literally is a game show where the teacher goes around and goes and what are you guys making over here and you're like well we're gonna implement parachutes you're like parachutes you're crazy i love seeing all the dumb shit people would do and like the kids that were like the fucking you know the 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 kids who never study never turned in any homework would just have like the worst thing ever that would like crack the egg and of course wouldn't work i don't know if this is a fake memory or like if this happened or if i just made this up but i think someone in my class just like wrapped it in a bunch of like Either like saran wrap or plastic wrap, <laughs> like just like a ton of it and dropped it, it was fine. And but I don't know if I just made that up. Well, here's the thing though. I remember like our teachers wouldn't grade you on how intricate your shit was. They would grade you on like if it worked or not. And if it looked dumb like that, but it worked. Like we had some crazy ones that you would never expect to work, you know? 
Also, my 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 uh, group, we moved on to the finals. That's all I'm wow. saying. Yeah, I don't think I ever did well in the egg drop one. I loved it. I was always like, surely this system of elastic bands will work. I remember we had they, they were like engineering contests, and our teacher would sign us up for them because like we were bored as fuck in like math class, so they would send us out to like compete against grade seven and eights. And there was one that was really cool where you could either build um, a zip line. Or it would be a catapult, and basically, like, see the. I did the catapult one. The one where yeah, it's like you have to knock over the chess pieces inside a castle or something, and it was mm. some sort of thing where like they made you like get it in there and then like blow up and all this crazy stuff. We won that one too, man. It was fucking awesome. Wow. I gotta have. And the you dude went on, on to have a very successful engineering <laughs> career. Dude, my boy Mitchell, man, he's killing as an engineer right now. All right, so okay, the I'm answer, sorry. Continue. Most of the people were like, "You're not the asshole," but this is a specifically interesting uh, response. I think it says one thing that goes on in Australia is that every kid learns in school that emus routinely cover their eggs and go for a walk. It wasn't abandoned at all. Another thing that goes on in Australia is that it's illegal to keep native fauna without a permit. The permit is easy enough to get, but not if you're Yeesh. the kind of person who steals eggs from Yeesh. nests. This is the same motherfucker that would call, like, police on a lemonade stand being like, You don't have the permits! You don't have the permits! Fucking relax! It's an egg! Yeah, but it's interesting that they, like, peop- it's that's a rule that people know of, you know? It must be a big enough issue. I was talking with someone the other day about, like, hunting and fishing licenses, about how you don't necessarily need them, like, uh, but all the fishermen I know that go out fish buy like seasonal passes and stuff because like you we've never run into like a police officer on the fucking waters like hey show me your id so you can like but it's it's one of those nice things where like everyone cooperates you know you don't really see that too often with any other like field everyone's like abusing shit but it's like yeah i buy a fucking fishing pass i think it's probably like you know like <laughs> like fare evasion on the go train it's sort of like it's really easy to get away with but if exactly. you do get caught the fines are insane yeah and so, it like you just, do it yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like that. You don't have any fish to take home at the end of the day, though, so that's kind of different. I guess so. Mm. All right, let's finish this one up. I'm sorry. That's I, that's that. Oh, the tight, end of it. tight. <laughs> right, right. Because well, these Reddit ones, I never bring in comments because like it's. Well, always... I just thought that the one was interesting that like they learn in schools about the eggs. I thought that was cool. But uh, that was an interesting little bit of knowledge. Yeah, take that with you. You know. Uh, my boy's gonna go to Australia for four months too, so don't touch any fucking emu eggs out there, you know? Or if you do, make sure your roommate doesn't hatch it. <laughs> or get a permit. They're easy to get. Yeah. Um, what's your musing? Okay, so I feel like you'll appreciate this one. I'm gonna use my musing to personally make a warning okay. for this guy that works at A&W by Dufferin and Bloor. Ooh, I have many times almost gone to that one. It's a great A and W. Really? And the guy, the guy I am talking I about, he's A&W. a great A and W employee. Whoa! So I whoa. Okay, so this is. I I genuinely want to warn him because I've had this happen to me at least two or three times, and I think he's heading for trouble. Okay, I have no idea where this okay. is gonna go. So I go into the A and W, right? Yeah. And I want to get a chicken burger. Hell yeah! And it's called a chubby, chubby chicken, chicken burger. burger. Yeah. And you have to say that because they have multiple chicken burgers. You can't just say a chicken oh, burger. Oh, dude! I I had the exact same conversation the other day about this, where I'm like, don't fucking force me to say, can I get the chubby chicken, wah wah burger every fucking time I order it. Did I tell it? you where I went to A and W in the states, and they don't have the bur- the burger family there? What? And I asked for a mama burger, and the the the, the, the like. Girl at the counter was like, the f- 
fuck are you talking about? She didn't say that, but she was yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. like, what is happening? And then they just have the numbers. Like, oh, yeah, number two. Uh, of a number three combo. That's so funny, too, because, like, did you look at the thing and you're like, oh, that's clearly a mama burger. Yeah. I'll have the is. mama burger. It is a mama burger. Yeah. It's just, they call it three. Anyway, so that's not the musing, though. <laughs> so... I go in and then, you know, like you wait around for a while and like yeah. the whole customer base is shift. So no one's there that has heard me order or whatever. So this has happened at least three times where the guy, he comes out with the chicken burger. He just goes, chubby, chubby, <laughs> like as if he's like addressing me as chubby, yeah. but he has the chubby chicken burger. And I just feel like he's going to say that to someday and he's going to somebody oh, dude, someday and he's so going to get in a lot funny. of trouble because it's going to be like. Oh my god, dude! That's like so it's 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 funny. as if it's my name, like and what? I just answer to it. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. me. And you're like not chubby whatsoever, but one day some like someone's, someone's large gonna in be charge chubby. is gonna be there ordering six chubby burgers, and they're gonna be like, chubby, chubby, I am not chubby. So I just think he's heading for heading disaster. For trouble. That's so funny. You really should say something next time. You should be like, hey, listen, buddy, chubby chicken, chubby chicken. You yeah, know? you you gotta say it. You can't just. Maybe he likes it. I would fucking do that all the time if I worked there. You know, he'd be like, Chubby! Who's Chubby? You know? Maybe he knows that, like, he can get away he with it. He must know that. He must love oh, saying maybe. this shit. Maybe. I'll listen for his tone next mm. time. We'll see if he's, see. like, smirking or something. All right. What do we got here? Unlock you. All right. Another Ask a Manager one. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> all right. My manager does this thing that annoys me, but I don't know if I should address it or just let it go. Let me just make this font a little bigger. There we go. Whenever he says goodbye to my male colleagues, he shakes their hand. Whenever he says goodbye to me or any female colleagues, he opts for a fist bump. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a hug. Now I have to reconsider. <laughs> that's, that's so weird. It's, it's, it's that's like, not necessarily like... That's like I some Michael Scott shit where it's just like he's just fist bumping all the women for some reason and like shaking hands with the men. I don't... Continue. I want to mm-hmm. know more about this. <laughs> You're like, I don't know if he's a if he's a pervert or if he's just like stupid or if it's like some sort of weird like power thing. Because I, I feel like fist bump is almost better than a handshake. It's like a little bit more like personal. Dude, I fucking hate, especially if it's like your coworkers and shit. Who the fuck shakes hands goodbye? I would not want to touch at my old fucking job. None of those coworkers' hands. Especially you know? on a daily basis, like a job interview. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe it's like your last yeah. day, but like, oh, like, good job, good job today. Yeah, well right. done. Versus, I fist bump people all the time. All right, peace out, man. Yo, see you later, man. You know, just boom out the door. Boom, we're good. You know. But it, the would handshake, be, though. it would be weird in a business environment and to only fist bump the female employees. <laughs> I don't understand it. Okay, continue. That's continue. right. All right. Um, there are more men than women in our on our team. So oftentimes there's a whole bunch of handshakes and then I get an awkward fist bump. You ever see that video of Obama shaking hands down the row and just like a bunch of white dudes and they're all just like shaking hands and there's like a black guy and he just goes like... There's like the most intricate fucking thing without like blinking an eye and just goes right back to handshakes. There's a there's a Key and Peel skit where he does that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a great fucking. I haven't. Sketch. I didn't know it was based on something. It was. It was based, it was on, that. based on that. Yeah, it's the one where like it's like the white and then black people, and every time it's like something different. Oh man, have you seen? You should watch Twilight Zone. Jordan Peele's thing. It's really fucking good. Is it, is it out yet? There's the two episodes out right now. First Ooh. one's with my boy Camille Langiani. Very oh, I like fucking him. funny. And then the second one's with Adam Scott. 
Oh, I, li- I like him too. Yeah. I just saw Us as <gasps> well. How'd you like it? It was it was great. So I you saw it in theaters? I saw it in theaters, yeah. Because you don't like horror and stuff. I don't like horror. I can I can handle... Is it thriller? It's more thriller? It's, it's, it's like get out level of yeah. scary. Like it's, it's not like there's like one jump scare or something, I bet, or like just loud noises. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like jump scares are what gets me. And yeah. it's like... Like, even from the trailer, you can see, like, there's that scene where the whole family, they go in, and then they're, like, sitting across from each yeah. other, like, talking for a long time. I will say, I, there's, there's, like, spoilers for anyone. Whoa, what the no, fuck? No, my, very, very minor, but, like, <laughs> there's a, there's a twist, and I figured out the twist, like, <laughs> like, like, um, two minutes into the movie, and I was so freaking proud of myself. Oh, really? Okay. All right, well. You can cut that out if it, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. You should cut that out. If he doesn't cut it, cut it out, it's not my fault. Yeah, there you no go. blood on my hands. I heard Tim Heidecker is very good in that movie. Hoffman said he was like the best part. Who? Tim Heidecker, the white dude. He's from like. Anyways. I don't know if he's the best part, but he is comic relief or something. He's, yeah, the the him and Elizabeth Moss Moss have like probably the only. There's one like scene that's pretty funny, and they're both pretty good at it. Ooh, I do like Elizabeth Moss. Um. It's frustrating because it makes me feel singled out and separate from the rest of the team. I've even tried sticking my hand down, forcing a handshake, but the next time I see him, we're back to the fist bump. He did shake it when I essentially forced him to, but he looked a little bit uncomfortable, and there was definite awkward laughter. I have a decent relationship with him, but he doesn't seem very aware of how women are treated differently in a very male-dominated workspace. I think I could address it with him, but it will be awkward, and I don't know if it's worth the effort. Should I just let this go? Any advice? I this is so bizarre because it's 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 a funny because bump is not a typical like it's not how you would greet a lady yeah. you know it's not like a, it, it, it's strange. You ever hear about um, do you know John Lasseter? Uh, the Pixar guy. Yeah, did you hear about him? No. Oh, so he was he was like he left Pixar because like a bunch of women came forward. Um, one of the women mm. from what's it called The Office, you know. She was going to write a bunch of stuff for them, do Pixar for her, but then she left because, like... Mindy Kaling? Not Mindy Kaling. Um, the girl that Jim goes out with for, like, one season. Oh, uh, Karen on The Office, who is Rashida Jones? Rashida Jones. Oh, she I was her. talking about, Very funny. And she was talking about how they had this thing, because John Laster loved to give hugs, and they would have this, like, system in place where, like, all the women knew about it, and they would call it, like, the Lassiter hug. And it was a way to get out of his oh. hugs because they would always go on for way too long. So they had this kind of, like, script in place where they would, like, weasel out of it very quickly. But... See, the only rational explanation I can think of for the fist bump is that maybe he's too afraid of touching woman. Like, maybe he's doing it preventatively. I genuinely like, think... Like, so he's it, not having, like, a lot of contact. I, you think it's, like... I think he's just uncomfortable with women. I think it's like he, you know... I think he's a weird dude. <laughs> I think he's like a bit of a, a weeb, like a bit of a weirdo, you know? Nothing wrong with that, though. It's like, it's if he denied you any sort of contact whatsoever. But in his brain, it's kind of like a... I don't know. Why do he you want... should he should fist bump everyone it if kinda... he can't handle the handshake between women? Because it 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 is really shitty to treat a whole group of yeah. people differently. Just because it like handshake is such like a old school sign of respect. So to like not do that for all the women in the office is weird. Just fist bump everyone. What if instead of fist bumping, he tipped his hat at them instead? Was that would that be okay? That would be terrible. Is there any situation where women don't get handshakes but they're on equal terms? With men getting handshakes? Like, what do you mean? 
is there anything he could do that wasn't a handshake with the women where they would be like, oh, all right, you know what? Like a respectful equivalent. <laughs> yeah, like there's got to be something. Like, he, maybe- should, he should give them a, a 50 cent raise every, <laughs> every time. time they go home. It's <laughs> like, oh, and another uh, 50 cents to you. After to a while, you. that would add up if it's every day. And he'd start shaking your hand because he can't fucking afford a fist bump anymore. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a. It's so weird because it, it literally is weird. a non-issue, but when you think about it, it is an issue. That's the thing. It's like there's no harm, literally no harm, no foul. But then at the same time, it's like then why not? You know? Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. I want to know what the fellow manager has to say. Yeah. I want to know what his take on it is or her take. I just don't want them to be managers like managers can be women. I guess so. Not. Fist I know bumps. so that they can be women. I guess so. I just say that to everything. I'm sorry. How dare you? Um, yes, address it. This is a workplace, and he shouldn't be treating men and women differently, even with something like handshakes versus fist pumps. I'd simply raise it with him in private and say, I've noticed you frequently shake the hands of the men here, but seem to avoid doing it with the women. Any reason? Good, you know, ask. That's a good way. You could ask. You know what you could do? is like You could just like put your hand out, not in a fist, see what happens. He'll do it. You he'll, know? You give him the fucking... You just don't... You don't take it. Turkey him. Tur- turkey? When someone goes to a fist bump, and like you slap him with turkey. Oh, my know? God. And it's like the little like fucking feathers in the back. That, that's or, also um, great. That's a power move right He there. fucking fist bumps you. Snail. You go underneath it. That's your shell, bitch. Yeah. Do that. And then All like- <laughs> great, brilliant moves for the office. <laughs> you ruin the fucking fist bump with him, you know? Because it's like... That's a non-confrontational way that I would do it. Because I wouldn't want to fucking be like, I want a handshake just like everyone else. I'm going to say that the the manager that they asked was probably a man. Because you don't, as a woman, you don't want to be the person that brings it up. You know? That is true. Like, that puts you in a shitty situation where you're the, you appear to be the only one that's noticed or cares. Even if there's other people that are feeling the same way. You know what would be even funnier? What? If she brings it up with him and then he just starts fist bumping everyone. <laughs> no one gets fucking handshakes at the end of the day. I think that would be fine. I have, I have no problem with a manager that fist bumps everyone. As long as everyone gets the same it's treatment from the manager. consistent. Uh, what if he just doesn't treat you any differently except from the fist bumps, though? That's... And also, why is he ha- giving them handshakes and fist bumps every day? That's weird. It's um, a weird thing to do. There was that there's that joke from the from Scrubs. I forget how it goes, you know, but it's all the males will be Daves and all the females will be Debbies. And with like a group of like, you know, new students that he has because he doesn't want to learn their names. Um. So all the males will be Daves and all the females will be Debbie. And one girl goes, that's good because my name already is Debbie. You know, and then he goes, well, to the unfairness of the other Debbies, you'll be Slagathor, you know, <laughs> sometimes it just works, you know, handshakes, the dudes, fist bumps for the chicks. No. It's just weird. If there's no other issue. I don't know, man. It's it's just it's so arbitrary. It's just such a weird it's a weird thing to do. I think your I, boss is weird. Yeah. And what I usually do is I just respect the weirdos in the end because I'm like, I don't want to fucking get up involved with that, you know, because he'll be like, My mother never shook my hand as a kid. And you're like, Okay, I didn't need all that, you know, like I don't want you to bring this shit into it. I it, think what she should do is she could should tell all the men in uh her office to mm, fist bump mm, him. Mm, like, mm. Get, get them going for the fist bump. Yeah, because I bet you, like, the dudes find it weird as well, that there's, like, some sort of weird, like, what, boom, what, boom, boom. What if the what? dudes are just like, 
he's so informal of them I wish I was friends with my <laughs> yeah, boss the dudes definitely want fist bumps they're like oh I wish I was getting fist bumps at work dude this is the situation this whole office is like he's tearing them apart dude it's it's conflicts on either side the dudes just want a friendly fucking fist bump and get out of there cause you don't wanna no one wants to shake a hand shaking hands sucks cause they shake your hand and then they You're bring their you on it they bring people their hand judge in. you if you have a bad handshake dude you see how Trump shakes hands fucking monster dude he'll like bring them in and fucking move them around you're like god damn dude we're just shaking hands over here i bet you that's how the fucking boss does it weird person (laughs) i was talking to someone at work who didn't know about the celebrity apprentice or the apprentice but knew about trump and yeah like knew about trump as like the president but just had never Hmm. known of the show were they the child in room and didn't get to watch any tv growing up no it was it was strange i guess they just had never Hmm. heard of it um there are some people who Okay, this is this is the, the article misspelling. There are some people who doesn't shake hands with the opposite sex for religious reasons. What religion is that? Oh, I could I could see that, but you would probably know. Yeah. Also, not allowed, motherfucker. You got to shake everyone's hands. Well, that at that at that point if you're not allowed to, you should just not shake everyone's hands. Yeah. Like if if you have re- religious reasons that like you can't have certain like physical contact with women you shouldn't be doing the handshakes with the men man they're gonna be like oh my religion's also like i can't touch the keyboard wednesdays through fridays so you know religion man i can't do it that's not an actual religion restriction i i'm i'm okay with like religious accommodations but there's no religion that's like you must shake the hand of every man you meet so just don't shake the hands of everyone i feel like yeah i guess so um if that's the situation it would have been better for him to explain that upfront rather than leaving you to wonder why he was treating you differently. But it's also possible he thought he could have been calling attention to it in the way, in that way, and thus lessens people's discomfort, not realizing that the mystery was actually adding to it. And really, if that's the situation, he might be better off stopping the frequent handshaking altogether. That is true. Yeah. Way too yeah. much handshaking. I, I maybe he, like on the first day he just fucked it up and fist bumps, you know. And someone was like, hey, why'd you shake it? Oh, you know, it's what I do. <laughs> and you said to keep up the lie for the last fucking five years. Who knows? Who knows? You really just got to talk to these people. That's what we're finding out. We'll never know. Yeah. You just got to ask them, why the fuck? I feel like almost all advice columns <laughs> can just be like. Ask them. Just like, you know, tell them what <sighs> you're telling me. <laughs> but if that's not the case. I stole that from someone that was writing about it an advice article oh, I saw really? yesterday I think it was Pru- Dear Prudence I'm actually like I'm, I'm glad we haven't brought in the same ones yet because there was one that I was like oh this is fucking tailored for cat oh so and have I heard it yet uh, we'll see um, but if that's not the case and it's just some weird issue of his about shaking the delicate hands of ladies then you can say when I'm at work I'd like to be treated like everyone else and not and not seen as a woman first and a colleague second so going forward if handshaking is happening can I ask that you not distinguish by gender um. Nah, that's a bad move what for if, a woman in the office to do. You'd be targeted. What if the What if the boss was just slapping all the dudes on the ass every day? Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, good day today. You know. <laughs> that's that's the future we're heading for. Yeah, man. right. If we don't stand up for ourselves. <laughs> that would be a very different situation, but it would uh, be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let me pull up. I'm using. Um, let's see if you can relate to this one. Uh, soccer nets. Mm-hmm. Soccer nets next to major roads. 
why is it that whenever I see a soccer like field in a school, my school did this at Green Bank, the soccer net was like. You say that as if I'm gonna know all of the like Ottawa. But you, but, but I'm, I'm sure you must have seen this where it's like a soccer net. And then like six or seven feet and then just like a regular fence and then just a busy road where it's like if you kick the ball more than like six feet in the fucking air, like at a soccer net, mm-hmm. it'll fly over the fucking road. Well, was there somewhere else they could have put the soccer net that wouldn't have been near a road? Not really, but like. Well, so then the options are no soccer net or just soccer a field? net. Would Give you me some sort of mesh. Like you ever see like a golf range? They should put that next to the fucking things, you know? Oh, like the soccer, like yeah. it wouldn't have had mesh. Yeah, there was, it was just like fence. And then like if you kicked it like over like the height of a regular fence, it could go on the road. And we've lost many a ball like that playing as a kid, man. Yeah. It would get like, and it would it wouldn't get shot onto like a small street or something. It was like a major road where like it got stuck under cars and everyone would run away and stuff. I mean, did you all live? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right, what that do you got? A, that yeah. was a weird music. I just saw it yesterday. That was like, have you been holding that in since your childhood? Just well, be like, I've been thinking just about like, it. Oh, we're not safe. All right, you know what? Don't blame me for playing sports at recess, okay? Losers. Fist bump me. Ugh. Okay, next one. <laughs> Let's do it. Should I dump my new girlfriend after finding out she hates superhero movies? Oh, dude. Do we? I think we may have done this one. Oh, no. I have more. Fuck. I can't. I honestly can't remember because I remember reading it's a, that. It's a Dear Annie. Is it? Like, is it? Because you also brought in the one about the girlfriend and the boyfriend with Peterson. I think that's what I'm fucking relating it with. Because your last Maybe. one was also like, should, my girlfriend broke up with me because of that. Well, that's very different from just liking superhero That is true. I, I, have, I have more. All right. Give me a front because I feel like we may have done that. I do apologize if we, we don't, haven't. We don't want to take the risk. It's, it's not a super interesting thing. It doesn't go that deep. Yeah. Okay. So this one's a Dear Prudence. Okay. Uh, this is a, I think it's best of 2013 oh, that shit, I pulled okay. these Dear Prudies from. Where, where, what, what, what grade were we in in 2013? We were like first year, first year. Uh, Ryerson. Because we would have been, it would have been grade 13. <sighs> Going back there now. All right. Dear Prudence, I'm a new mother of a lovely four month old baby girl. My husband has been curious about my lactation. <laughs> and I allowed yeah, him to are. taste some. Yeah, from, dude! From a bottle that I bought. Oh, come on, man! That's not what we want. Wait, wait, wait. Now he wants more. Yeah! Come on. He thinks this sweet, fatty milk product would be perfect <gasps> for a creamy mushroom pasta sauce. Oh, dude. This disgusts <laughs> me. Turning breast milk into food for adults feels a bit like making margaritas from my sweat. Accurate, into but it. disgusting. Dude, no need for salt on the rim, bro. My husband argues that since we have plenty of supply and it wouldn't hurt the baby. <laughs> we? We have plenty of supply? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you have plenty of supply. Like he's contributed. <laughs> yeah, there are tits, babe. <laughs> There's no eye in uterus. I should just let him try and get over my repulsion. Am I being unreasonable from lactating lady? What are your hmm. thoughts? <laughs> dude, man, I think it's like, you know, dude wants some breast milk. Sure, why not? Drinking it from the bottle, that's kind of weird. You think you want to just like suck the titty a little bit and get some milk and you're like, all right, you know, curiosity, dunzo. But like him like 
like sucking it from like the baby's bottle and being like, this would be great in a little fucking risotto, you know? I think it would be weirder if she was breastfeeding him like actually breastfeeding that's hot him. as fuck i mean that's that's up to you man but well but let's assume they're just in it for like for the feeding because it seems like he's in it as like a just for the ingredients he's like i want to make a <laughs> i want to make a great pesto out of this. dude this woman's like trying to raise a fucking zero year old right now like she just had a kid she's got postpartum <laughs> deal you know? with this shit uh, yeah can i have some uh titty milk so i can make some food like what the fuck I think it's go, also go work. Like it's also very important. Maybe this is the guy. Maybe the he's like, ah, oh, shit! I booked it for Naples, and now I don't get the teddy milk. Uh, I feel like it's important whether or not he's serving it to other people. Like if it's just for the two of them, I feel like that's different than if they were to have a dinner party and then they're eating and it's just like, and guess what the secret ingredient is? There's a uh, website called Picasso, like Picasso, but with prick. And oh, you can okay. pay for him to make, uh, he, he paints with his dick and he'll send you the video of him Dear painting Lord. it along with the painting. And a lot of people like to prank people because they'll get them like a painting from this guy for like $300. And like this artist, like, you know, local guy really, really puts his work out there and they'll hang it in their house for like two years. And then two years later, they're like, oh yeah, by the way, he, t- he fucking painted that with his cock, dude. That's, That's funny. Yeah. Putting breast milk in someone's food, making them eat it and being like, oh Yeah. That's breast milk. That's not funny. Do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> Without a doubt, bro. Without a fucking doubt. There's an episode of Seinfeld where George, like, force feeds a girl lobster against her will. Same sort of thing where it's like, it tasted yeah. really good. And it's like, what is in that? He's like, oh, lobster, you know? And she's like, well, I wouldn't want this guy to like... Because here's the thing. A, gross. B, what if it's really good? What if it's really good? Like, that's why you don't try fucking human, right? Because you're like, what if it's really fucking good? I, I think the thing is, I I don't think it's... I mean, it is gross, but I mean, like, to each their own. But mm. I feel like it, it's got to be the uh, the mom's decision whether or not she wants to give up the breast milk. I'm sorry. I don't think that... It's we, okay? They both got to make that it's, fucking choice. It's her supply. Uh, it's the baby's supply. I don't think he can demand it. As a cooking Could you ingredient. imagine if this dude was born a woman and he was just like, he would be like addicted to himself all day. He'd be squirting his milk everywhere and shit. Like, th- thank God that dude is who he is today and not like someone else. I don't know, man. Oh my God. Okay. Let's- weirdo. A hundred percent weirdo. Um, what would you do? Fuck. That's so weird too. Cause like, it's your husband and you couldn't have known that shit dating. That's like, you only realize yeah. that shit after you have a kid and he's like. Oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot to tell you, Linda. Uh, what? I don't know. I feel like since it's in the bottle, there's like kind of a disconnect, mm-hmm. you know? It's like I could I could see it. It's like the same shit as when you were a kid. You take a swig, you fucking filled up with regular milk, you know? No harm, no foul. You take some vodka, you pour in a little water, you know? Pour in a little apple juice. The, the level's the same, you know? This. <laughs> what was the meal he said? Mushrooms? It's a... Uh... What is it? Dude, use coconut a mushroom, milk. A mushroom pasta sauce. Or like, yeah, just use like coffee cream or something. Because like. here's the thing, too. I'm all for if it's a good fucking ingredient, they would have let us known by now. Like Chef Rams would have been like, you know, it's fairly provocative, but breast milk really does make a fantastic risotto. But they don't do that shit. All right. Well, they- I think it's more that like you can't just go out and buy breast milk. You should be able to. Whole Foods probably has breast milk. No, because you would, like, who's providing it? I don't know. 
you guys? <laughs> like, what do you what do you want me to say? Well, I think that's the issue. It's <laughs> supply and demand both very low. Could you imagine, like, if they treated actual women the way they do cows, where they're perpetually pregnant so they can milk them? I think they I think they do that in a Mad Max Fury Road. Do they yeah, do that? That's where literally like, what they do yeah. to them. They make them perpetually pregnant. Good reference. Yeah. Good that's reference. It's a great movie. That's I a, wonder how much money I would have to be offered to sell my breast milk. You tell us. You tell us. Make me some offers, everyone. You, you, I can't offer you shit, but you can give me a reasonable amount that someone out there might hear and fucking offer to you. How I much don't know. would you say for for because. Well, keep in mind, in this scenario, I've got a I've got a kid to provide for, so I could probably use the money. Your husband fucked up and sent his boss to Italy. You got to make money somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have enough. I'll get back next time I'm on the podcast. Say say like one of those LaCroix things. Say like half of that. You have to fill up with breast milk. That can't take more than like one session, right? I don't know. I don't know how much. Because I've seen like the machines and shit like TV shows and whatever. And like the bottle is kind of like the same size, right? Like I feel like it's like... I have no idea. I have two thousand dollars. I've never had children, so I've never had breast milk. So I don't know what the process is like. Two thousand dollars. We'll say that. No, more than two thousand dollars. Why? It's not that invasive. Yeah, but you're it's also literally like thirty seconds of work for you. You're like selling your breast milk, though. I Dude, feel like I'm. I'm just saying. I think I could get more than that. Uh, but you wouldn't even like. I would fucking sell my semen for two grand if someone dude was just eating it. Why the fuck not? But you could probably get more. Uh, I think no. I think it's going to be like someone will undercut you soon, man. Someone will definitely undercut you. Six grand. (laughs) Okay. All right. Dear lactating, your husband sounds insane. (laughs) I cannot imagine using breast milk for anything but lobster bisque. Take heart. That's the Seinfeld reference. Oh, okay. He feeds her lobster bisque. Smart, smart. Take heart. Wait, no, he doesn't. He feeds her lobster something, though. It probably is. Take heart that your husband is not the only one with culinary designs on his wife's lactation. A New York chef made breast milk cheese. Uh, this is, quote, strangely soft bouncy, according to critic They talking Gail about Green. the cheese still? Hmm? Ugh. However, it's no longer in production. Not just because of weaning, <laughs> but because the health department rendered a negative verdict. Really? That makes because you can't regulate it, right? I think it'd be different if it was for personal consumption, but to sell it at a restaurant. Interesting, because I guess they do. Because like, like if you're raising a cow to milk it, you'd have to get the milk tested or something. Yeah, right? and there's no way to test human milk for whatever the fuck you need to test it for. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's why. You, Six grand. Okay, tell your husband you'll stick to your breasts providing dinner service exclusively for the kid, but you'd love to have his creamy mushroom pasta. Say that he can find the necessary ingredients in the dairy aisle. This is all Prudy Prudy. right there. I bet bet Prudy drinks her own milk, man. She's wild like that. Yeah, Yeah, I can see it. Are you gonna? I don't plan on it. Not even like a little taste test just to see? I'd probably taste that. You got it to see if it's warm enough for the baby, you know? Yeah, it, it, it's QA. <laughs> That's what happened with the f- husband. He's like, all right, I should probably just check it to see if it's warm enough. Oh, it's pretty good. This, is, this has been a weird one. <laughs> this has been a weird one. All right, let's not talk about breast milk for go to a mo- the musing. next five minutes. Go to go to a moozing because cows also have milk. La quoi? All right, I have only one more amusing, so I'll save it for after because I got a couple more of these uh, these advice columns to bring up. 
Uh, let's do the throw, let's, throw me a column. I'll, I'll do the one that I, I I said was specific for you. Oh, okay. Um, so I think this is from today. I fucked up or something like that. It's one of the subreddits. Okay, yeah, I know that one. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't even read it the the, the title because it might give away a little something something. Uh, yeah, the titles always give them away on Reddit. Uh, but the dude's twenty nine, and his parents are like sixty. That's all you need to know. Okay. I have a twin brother. I have a twin brother. <laughs> Fraternal. Right, is it a, who's writing, female or male? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Actually, it's a different dynamic. It's a male. It's a male and he has a twin brother that's also a male. Okay. I have a twin brother. But they're not identical. No. Or well, maybe actually. We'll see. Hmm. I have a twin Did brother. Did he say fraternal? He said fraternal. I said fraternal. Oh. To let people know that you're not an identical twin. Very important. <laughs> Very important. Very important. Very important. Because people I'm not are picturing, leading anyone on. People are picturing The Shining right now with you, okay? They're picturing two of you. Continue your twin story. <laughs> Start it over. He's 29, parents are 60, twin brother, the scene is set. I have a twin brother, which I can honestly say has been, which I can honestly say it has been good and bad as I've grown up. When we got out of college, I went to a master's degree. My brother went into post- bachelor program for a medical field but he moved away from the state we grew up in since he has moved away it has always felt rough to me because even though i get to spend more time with my parents since we are in the same area they always talk about him when i'm around and it makes me feel less than adequate to the point where when i see them once a month or so they always bring up we should facetime your brother even though i don't see them a lot Mm. So my brother met his now wife in school, then moved to her state once they both finished their medical programs. The wedding was a bit tense, as my mom didn't really get along with my brother's wife or her mom. But after the wedding, they established themselves in his wife's home state and recently bought a house. We all visit them once in a while when we can, but it's not easy because of the distance. I haven't always had a great relationship with my parents, especially after my brother left. But recently, I thought I was... I thought it was okay and I was trying to spend more time with them and help them out when I could and I was looking forward to spending my birthday with them as it was coming up and I'm turning the big 3-0. I was talking to my brother today and he told me that he had, that they had bought tickets to visit him over our birthday weekend and it caught me off guard. On the one hand, when I, on the one hand, I want them to be able to see him and spend his birthday with them, but at the same time, they didn't say anything to me and it hurts a lot. Well, it's also his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's both of their birthdays. <laughs> I keep forgetting, like, they're twins, so when I'm reading this, I'm like, what, the brother bought tickets for, like, oh, they're twins. Mm. Um, uh, on the one hand, I want them to be able to see him and spend his birthday with them, but at the same time, they didn't say anything to me, and it hurts a lot. I've spelled out the whole background with my parents here, but I've had multiple conversations with them about how I sometimes feel valued less than my brother because of their actions, and they mostly have responded neg- negatively and told me I'm being too sensitive. Running this out feels like I'm whining a lot. My parents don't love me as much as my twin brother, but I really have felt like I have put so much effort into my relationship with my parents and trying to be there for them and help them when they ask for help, whereas my brother has always done his own thing and they seem to cater to him. It's been seriously hurting my self-esteem and making me want honest, making me want to step back slightly from my relationship with my parents. I don't think I can talk to them about this because of how they've responded before. I'm not sure if I'm asking for advice or more just writing this down to see how it feels when I read it back, but any advice would be appreciated. Thanks. Too long did not read. I have a twin brother who lives out of state, and I feel like my parents favor him more than me sometimes. Recently, they booked a trip to see him during our 30th birthday without telling me, and it feels like that's the last straw. Not sure how to respond. Ooh, Ooh. that's a tricky one. That is. So you and your brother have the same birthday. No, we're twins that don't have the same. I guess that is possible. You could be like born at midnight or yeah, something. Yeah, or something rather. But, but you no, know, we have you the know same, that's not we have what I meant. Yeah, we have the same birthday. 
what's that like for celebrating? What do you guys do for celebrating your birthdays? Uh, growing up, we would always have it like conjoined. We, we would do like family stuff on our actual birthday, and then like have like like our own like party because we we never had like the same group of friends. Growing yeah, it would up, be so like we would do like separate things anyway. Did they ever try and make you like combine into like, hey, let's have we cats did, friends? And we your... did a couple. Uh, that sounds weird because like I would. Even it was that, fine. If you invite enough people, I didn't like dislike any of his friends. They just like weren't yeah. my friends. I think we had like a pool party or something. So you can like get the numbers yeah. to do sort of like those were kind of fun. But he would always get so much better gifts than me. Really? Because his like he would be friends with all these like dudes. Right. Mm. So he would be getting like super soakers yeah, and like all these like cool gifts. And one might and then like my nerd friends, like one of my friends got me a set of dictionaries one year. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a it was a dictionary of thesaurus and a, and a French English dictionary. <laughs> and my brother's getting all these like oh cool gifts. Oh my God, gifts. dude. So I think that was the only. I'm so rattled. I would have probably cried if I got that as a gift, dude. That's so rattling to me that they got you fucking. I mean, I I got other gifts that year too. So like, what friend? Can I bring that friend on this podcast? Like, that's so funny. Oh, I haven't talked to her in a long time. That's what we like it on this show, you know. She was. She's cool. She's like. She was a little bit of an odd, Mm -hmm. odd person. So, I, I like. I don't know. It was weird, but just in comparison to the gifts that my brother would get. Always different. Interesting. I would say as a parent, I think it would be hard to have twins because you either fall into the camp of like, they're going to be best friends or get spend all their time together or Mm -hmm. like, we're going to make sure that they are their own person. Do you know any twins in real life that are like that, that are like super close with each other? Um, I don't think so. Like, I know... I know other fraternal twins that, but they're just normal like brother sister clubs, yeah. You know, I don't think I know any twins that are like we're best buds. Dude, fucking grade seven and eight, we had these two twins, Justin and Jason Wang. They would switch classes to fuck with the teachers. Were they identical? They were identical, and they were mm. Asian. So it's like if the teacher called them out on being the wrong fucking person, they got the race car <laughs> in their back fucking pocket. Because like one of them was really good at math, and the other one wasn't. So they would take each other's tests during school mm. the thing is though like great that's, fucking middle that's school that's hurting the kids you know because then you're like not learning math fuck it dude if you don't want to do math don't do math you know i feel like grade seven and eight is too early to make that decision <laughs> you're still learning like what x plus y is it's, it's you need too to early to be shit. like be like i'm gonna cut myself off from all stem careers you know you know what um make that decision like grade 11 12 me and my boy jonah were doing math here the other week actually why? So why were you doing math? So from my window, Nerd. you can't see it here during the day, but there's a light about like God knows how far away over there. At nighttime, it blinks red. And one time we were just smoking here, and I'm like, "Do you know what we should do this summer? We should walk to that light and see where it is. Just see where the hell the light comes from. You know, why not make it a day plan of it?" So we were like, you know, he was like, "Do we use maps?" I'm like, "No, nah, no, nah. you know, we use compasses. We'll point the compass over there. We find out the direction east. We just walk in that direction, 45 degrees from here." But we were thinking, like, do we know the distance? Yeah, it could be, like, crazy far away. Who knows how far away it is? And then I started thinking, because I remember in, like, I think it was grade 10 or 11, we started doing those problems where it's, like, you see a flagpole and you're staring at it and you know one distance or, like, one thing. If you know the height, then you can find out the other two things, you know, and the angle. And then we started looking up. You know those things pirates have on their ships? That's not a... It's not a telescope, but it's the, it looks like half of a... I think it is. Like, like a protractor or something. And you line up the angle so you can, like... 
You see how far away something is, you tell the height of it, you know, they would do it from the top of the mast, and you just triangulate it. So that's what we were doing here the other week. Couldn't figure out for the fucking life of us, though. We definitely didn't remember. We knew the concept. Did not remember how to execute it. I have a friend that has a telescope in their apartment and they can <laughs> <laughs> It's actually like like they have like a decked out telescope and they bring it like when they like hike and stuff Is it their like the- but they can just look into any any of those like apartment buildings like that are super far in the distance they can just look in and see in people's windows is it one of those like super wide like thick guys like the have you seen it before or no mm, no it's like a standard telescope but like i saw it it's like like i got to use it like it's a good telescope oh, re- like i that's one of the things i want to get man i guess maybe not it's useful here but like you see like the pictures people take online where it's like hey Reddit, i took a picture of the moon through like my telescope with my phone and you're like damn dude like that looks amazing yeah it was something like i think they have like pictures of the moon that are like really cool um don't get caught peeping though tell your friend that will will do i don't think they're in much danger of it um so you wouldn't get jealous of your twin's birthday like if your parents were like you know they don't get to see him that fucking often you live together yeah it's kind of like it and that's like a milestone birthday like why didn't they invite him on the trip Mm -hmm. like they should have just all hung out for their birthday i think if you talk to the evil twin about it do you think one of them's the evil twin there's no there's always an evil twin if there are twins there is a good and a bad twin that's just science dude oh i have a i have a twin birthday story that when i was in grade eight i was super super into american idol yeah and the american idol live tour was on my birthday so i went with my friends but i was like kind of too young what's the live tour uh when like the top eight they go on tour is this while they're it's still like this is after the season so you know who won and they like sing all their songs that's so cool it's it's it was probably like my first real concert. It was really fun. But my parents had to like take me there. Yeah. And they like kind of waited outside for us. <laughs> my brother was really mad because it was like, no one's here on my birthday. Uh, wait, so your brother had to wait outside for you? No, he, he, he just he stayed home. But oh. it, I think I might have brought this up last time. But he like had his he always celebrates his birthday like a month earlier. So he had already like <laughs> what? He had, had a full wait, birthday wait, 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 party. Wait, 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 what? He, I think it was like a lot of his friends would like go away during the summer because we're When's like birthday? July 26 so uh, that's like a lot of family vacations happen at that yeah, time yeah. so he would do it at like the end of the school year and have like a big party but then also celebrate with our family on the birthday so he like this was my one birthday thing mm-hmm. and it was only for one year if he was a, if you ever have Steve on the podcast he'd yeah. probably tell you a very different story <laughs> he has very different opinions about this I love to get the contrasting story for this but it, it's it's rough though it's it, like it's it, birthdays with twins are always a thing and if you're the parents of twins you kind of have to like keep that in mind you know what's better though I mean, not better you know what's worse what I would much rather have a twin birthday than a Christmas birthday yeah I would yeah because you imagine having a twin birthday on Christmas or some shit like that it's just like one big thing of presents you got the best fuck july right in the middle every six months july is a great time to have a birthday it's great it's the best time of year to have a birthday mine are mine's like october so it's like i get like a badass like three month span where it's like oh yeah i got presents everywhere you know yeah that's that's a good time too and apparently with your brother he just celebrates whenever the fuck he feels like it (laughs) yeah yeah you there are no rules you can celebrate your birthday whenever individuality all right, let me pull up my last musing. Well, what did the person say? What was their advice? It was a Reddit thing, and I looked at oh, the answers, okay. and none were very funny. It was just people being like, 
Yeah, you know, like talk to your brother, see how your brother feels about it. Because I was thinking, like, I bet you if you did talk to the evil brother, he would be like, dude, I don't want this any more than you do. You know, it's mom and dad. They're always going to have some sort of favor in their mind where they deny it. Think they will, though. It's like, oh, we're, we're going to go see Kat this weekend, you know, and you're like, OK, you have a, you have a brother who's who's the favorite. Are you the favorite or are you not the favorite? I, I honestly couldn't tell you because my mom treats both of us very but fucking you, well. But you believe in your heart she has a favorite. I believe she does. I think it's like maybe not a favorite, but like, you know, the type of thing where it's like if you're living in the same state as like, you know, because for a while my brother lived in Ottawa and I lived in Toronto. So she'd always miss me more, you know, and she'd be like super psyched to see me whenever I came down. Now my brother mm. lives in Alberta. So the same thing. Whenever I go to Ottawa, she's pumped to see me. But she's like, let's escape. To, like, let's FaceTime stuff, you know, and like all three of us can talk or something like that. You know, Did you write this and just say you were <laughs> <a twin? laughs> She's very similar. All right. Here's my last musing. Uh, you ever play Letter Peekaboo? Hey, play what? Letter Peekaboo. Uh, no. It's when you have an important letter in the mail, but they shove so much shit into your mailbox like magazines and flyers that you have to go through all the individual pages to make sure that your letter didn't slide in there by accident so you're playing peekaboo with all these fucking pages because the amount of times i've been looking for like a letter or something and it's like in the middle of like a vanity fair that gets shipped to my house for some reason Do you mean just like going through the mail <laughs> here's the like, thing I don't, though like i feel like you've created a term for this no no no. because here's the thing i don't bring like my mail goes downstairs into like a little lock box right mm-hmm. so if i don't get the mail for like a day or two you know if i'm away for a couple of days they just keep cramming it more and more oh, that's in true. there if you're in a, an apartment building the it, amount of mail you get is insane and like flyers and shit so many flyers dude and it's, it's like much. you know politicians and all this shit cramming it into my fucking mailbox. I don't want any of it. And then, of course, your important shit, that's just the train. The important shit will go, like, in between, like, the pages of, like, a magazine or something, because they just cram it in there. And you're like, well, great. The one thing I'm looking forward to getting in the fucking mail is, like, because I throw out my junk mail right next, because there's, like, a, you know, a trash can right there. So, like, flipping through all the pages, nope, throw it out. Flip through all the pages, nope, throw it out, you know? Hate it. Letter peekaboo. I fucking hate playing it. If you live in an apartment, it makes a lot you're, more sense. You're really pushing the letter peekaboo branding. Whatever, Hashtag dude. letter peekaboo. Write in with your letter peekaboo stories. What mail have you missed? Write <laughs> right in. Badvice at gmail.com. Tell us your letter peekaboo story. Fuck, fuck me for trying to have some fun with this, okay? Well, you said it as if it was a term I should know. <laughs> Hey, hey, That's Kat. called entertainment. Hey, hey, Kat, you ever play Letter Peekaboo? It's this crap I just made up, you know. Because then maybe you're like, oh, are you talking about this thing? You know, maybe you guessed it. Maybe I you have played Letter Peekaboo. I thought it would be boring if I just said I was sorting through my mail. I guarantee you, if you fucking lived in an apartment building and I asked you the same question, you'd be like, oh, dude, without a doubt, play Letter Peekaboo all the fucking time. I used to. I used to. But right. I didn't call it Letter Peekaboo. <laughs> I wasn't hip, hip with the terms at the time. All right, do you want, you got one? Yes. All right. Uh, this is another Am I the Asshole one. Love it. Would I, Or this is Would I Be the Asshole? Would I be the asshole for not wanting to date a guy who refuses to t- use his turn signal? Interesting. Okay. So this is the post. I mean, everyone has times where they won't bother to signal because maybe they're alone on the road and need to lane change. Mm-hmm. Or they're turning right on red, or maybe it's pr- a protected left, or you're in a parking lot. But this guy has an attitude about his turn signal. <laughs> I don't need to use it. I know what I'm doing. Alpha. If other people know how to drive, <laughs> they don't need me to use it either. 
And then he gets road rage when he's trying to move over and the car next to him won't move forward or yield. I'm not looking to just date. I'm shopping for a husband and I don't want a husband. Shopping for a husband. Never marry or date anyone that says they're shopping for a fucking husband. Maybe they're a good match because he also doesn't use his turn signal. Okay. And I don't want a husband who's selfishly going to put people in danger, get a lot of tickets, and fuck up our clue reports. That must be some sort of Is this clue thing. reports? Yeah, it says clue in all caps, so it's probably a, uh, some probably a driving record, yeah. like getting points on your license you or something like that. You ever see those things where it's like you speed 100, you get like two points. You speed 140, you get four points. You speed 180, you get four points. Uh, they have those signs on the highway and everyone's always like, oh, just speed as much as you can to like maximize the points you're going to get anyways. Very strange sign. I guess you haven't seen it because well, you gave you, me like a what the fuck look. You but. don't. You don't want points. The more points you have, no, it's worse. But they 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 have the option there. They're like, oh, and by the way, basically you can go as fast as you want after one forty, and we'll give you the same amount of points. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Because it, it'll have like specifically 120, 140, 180. So it's like, why show the one forty and the one eighty? They should do it like uh like data overages. So mm. it's like like after a certain point, you're getting it per yeah. per kilometer. Interesting. Over the speed limit. That bring in some revenue for Ontario. Hire me, government. Dude, if you can use that revenue to fix the fucking potholes here, man. Wild. Is that a is that an issue that you face a lot? The potholes? Dude, you don't I, drive. I, I I bike in the city though. Are oh, you, okay. you'd be pretty No no no, I'll give you that. And I was thinking TTC. It, yeah, that's true. <laughs> TTC. Biking, I'll allow it. All right. Because I, I walk and I TTC everywhere. So I like... You I, never experience the potholes. I, I don't have to deal with potholes. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. But so what if someone didn't didn't ever use their turn signal and would refuse was to? Was that the end of it? Yeah. That, well, there's an answer. But right, right, right. But I meant like, hmm. Like, uh, is that is that a deal breaker for a relationship? I think that if you're dating someone and they're, like, really nice in person, but then for some reason on, like, the road they're raging, that would fucking scare me off. When you see people, like, I've never, I'm lucky enough that, like, most of the people in my life that drive and I'm in the car with them at the same time happen to be good fucking drivers for the most part. My brother's, like, a fucking crazy driver. He, like, speeds everywhere, dude. I don't I Some, hate it when people speed. He's always like texting and shit. I'm like, come on, dude. Eyes on the road. Ugh. But it's like when people rage, that's the scary thing. When people scream in their car to other people when it's like a very mild thing. If you get cut off and whatever, you know, your first instincts to fucking yell at them. But the people that like rage, like my old boss where I used to work was telling us a story about how like he would follow people for like kilometers on the highway and get off the same exit these people if they like cut them off and he was telling that like he was like we were supposed to be impressed by it you oh. know those are the type of people you want to fucking avoid I man I hate that kind of story yeah where <laughs> like you slowly realize that the person telling it is in the wrong Dude, but you've already kind of committed to agreeing with them it's in real life am I the asshole basically where they're like I'm not an asshole right it's like uh, uh. you might be I, I will sometimes get a little angry when I'm driving, but I, I like I don't think I yell. Yeah. I'll like be And I, I assume you're I like, talk to myself if I'm alone in the car. That's fine. I do that all the time. I have a running time running here. category oh, yeah. uh, commentary and then if someone does something bad then I will 
square. Get, get mad at them. But that's only like if they do something wrong. This guy. But I also use my turn signal. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking. I don't have a G one anymore, and I understand. Use your fucking. I signal when I'm do biking. You, I signal my fucking hands. Did you lose your G one? Lost did my G one. I lost my G one. No. Dude, my Jonah's G two expires. He has to do all the whole fucking thing with me anyway. So. Oh my god. Losing your G one, that's fine. Just take the test again. Yeah. But to lose your G two, that sucks. Yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mission to get back to where you were. You know. Oh. But that's awful. Crazy I've got my drivers. G, so I'm like good for life. Crazy drivers just scare me, man. Like I think that's a, the freakiest part. Is like I've seen like, and the worst is like I don't experience it, but you see it in this fucking city walking around. You'll see two people going at each other from like their windows of their cars or someone cuts off someone they pull up next to them at a red light and you're like oh fuck they're rolling down the windows they're gonna fuck what do you think you're doing what do you think you're it's just the the anger self-driving cars cannot come soon enough i know man people just need to wake up to the fact that roads today are not safe and that there are people dying on their way to work every morning. Here's a fact. Self-driving cars will kill people. Here's another fact. They it's won't kill as many. It's going to be way less, man. Way fucking less. Get rid less. of all of the drunk drivers on the road. So. Um, fuck, I had something right there. What were we just talking about? Cars, turn signals. Um, self-driving cars. Uh, drunk oh, drivers. right. Toronto. Just full of crazy people whatsoever. Have you seen that video of like the dude who was filming a woman at an abortion? Like they just stand in corners of intersections and hold up signs for like anti-abortion shit. I've walked past those. What was what happened in the video? Great video where like this girl's recording the dude and the dude's like talking to him about how it's wrong and blah blah blah. And then he he attempts to roundhouse kick the phone out of her hand and just kicks her in the fucking face. <laughs> Have you not seen this video? No. Oh, dude, he he. You see him like trying to roundhouse kick it, and the last second, if you freeze frame it, his tongue's like, like he's really trying to like aim oh for God. it. And now she's like suing him for like a couple grand for that. Who who was the protester? So the dude that kicked her was the guy who was like, "Don't put your anti-abortion shit all over the streets," blah blah blah. And then he's like, "You know what? I will roundhouse kick that phone out of your hands to show you." And Dexter in the face, man. Yeah, I would say. Don't use don't, don't, karate moves don't unless you're kick people. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't agree with their their views, you still still shouldn't kick them in the face. Point of that being, even like people with like good consciences here, you know, fuck up somehow. So it's like even if you're a good driver, you can like, you know, do something weird and fucked up on the road regardless, you know. You wouldn't even know. Yeah. Who knows. Yeah. Okay, so the answer uh, that I picked was not the asshole. It's a safety thing for him, for other road u- users, for and for pedestrians. And then he gets road rage for people not reacting. Dick. It's an easy thing. Why wouldn't you make it as easy as possible for people to know what you're doing? Cars are killing machines. You don't have to use them incorrectly. Just not, uh, just not correctly for several accidents to sometimes happen. Agreed that this doesn't bode well for his life attitude in general. He sounds a bit selfish and entitled. Yeah. They should just tell him to break up with this person. Like, I think that uh, it should be included in their Tinder profile, but it should just be like, I don't use my turn signal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let people I'm know up front. against it as an idea. Yeah. All right. I'm glad you're a safe driver. Eh. I haven't uh. driven in a while. I was a safe driver. I'd have to get back to where I was. Here's... I think this is the Times. All right. 
I agreed to sponsor a cousin's immigration application, which involved affirming I can and will provide the applicant with a financial safety net for seven years. Okay. It's a long fucking time. That's very, very generous. Seven years? Seven years? Do you know what seven years ago was? 2012. Do, do you? Yeah, I do. That was a while ago, though. To Imagine sponsoring. Like, two, give him two years. Give him one year. Give him six months. I mean, I, I don't think they get to choose the year. It's what, like, the government sets it, I'm pretty sure. I'd only met the, co- I met the cousin only once, but I can count his aunts among my favorite relatives and was told by his father that he's financially independent, hardworking, and eager to contribute to his, ho- to his new homeland. With the process underway, my cousin's father came to visit, and the two insisted on conveying their gratitude by hosting my family at a brunch. Somehow, the subject of Trump came up. Though my husband and I Uh-oh. did... Uh-oh. <laughs> Controversial. Somehow. Do you know if this is Canada or America that they're sponsoring them to? This is definitely America, I feel like. Okay. Because it's like the times or whatever. The times. The times. Uh, though my husband and I did not vote for the president, we maintain our relationships with friends and family who did. Yet hearing the young man that we put on the road to citizenship express his admiration for Trump and his anti-immigration policies struck us as odd. I prodded ever yeah, so... especially as an immigrant. <laughs> you know what? That's the American way, dude. If you're an American, fuck it. Fuck the other immigrants, man. You're one of us now. They're they're letting idiots like me into the country. There's nothing more American than hating on your own fucking people, you oh know? God. You immigrate there and you're like, you know what? Shut down the borders now that I'm in. I want to hear the rest. I want to hear the rest. I prodded ever so gently. At what point should the president close the gate? Before or after your papers are finalized? <sighs> It's pretty harsh. Oh, oh, she she, she says that to him at that. the brunch. She actually said yeah, that. Yeah, when you want them to close the gates, uh, before or after you get in. That's a good. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a that's a gotcha it's, moment it's right what there. We were all thinking. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm so glad she asked that too. Um, without a hint of irony, he clarified that of course he was referring to the wrong kind of immigrants. Ooh, I wonder what country he's from. Yeah, right. I really wish they told us. Hours later, I couldn't shake the notion that we made a terrible mistake. Yes, my husband and I refuse to allow politics to define our social circle, but could we remain neutral knowing that we inadvertently recruited a new supporter of Trump's views on immigration, which we regard as racist or worse? And if we decide that we cannot, should we break with our should we break with our extended family by revoking our support for my cousin's application? Or could we let the cousin know that we find his views on immigration hypocritical and make our ongoing support of his application contingent on his joining the 50% of Americans who choose not to exercise their right to vote. Sign, name withheld. Basically, cousin's a little shithead. What do you do? I I think I have to kind of blame them uh, a little bit for not vetting him beforehand. Mm -hmm. Like, for just, like, if sponsoring him is dependent on what he's like, you should have met him and known him beforehand. They met him once, but I do acknowledge if it was like a, a... country that's far enough away that they can't visit he says that uh where was it here um i count his aunt among my favorite relatives and was told by his father that he's financially independent hardworking, and eager to contribute to his new homeland sounds like he loves america too by the way like he really loves america everyone likes their own kids no one's gonna be like oh yeah my son he's a shit trump supporter like no one's gonna say that but not often enough you're like oh you're the aunt that's raising this kid that you're fucking cool with like Mm, you know what? I guess that could happen though. Like, cool aunt. Could easily You know, happen. weirdo dad. They don't even like them. live in the same country. That's true. You could also, like, oh man. He just wants to be American so bad, too. 
Yeah. Seven I, years? I Don't get me wrong. I feel like I would, like, really not like this guy. Yeah. But that is kind of, like, the whole thing of America is that you can, like, you can, have have your shitty beliefs. You have the freedom. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, if they don't agree with his... his uh, views why do they want him to vote because they said that at the end that, yeah like, let me just reread that part i'm because i was like um if we could we let the cousin know that we find his views on immigration hypocritical and make our ongoing support of his application contingent on his joining the 50 percent of americans who choose oh, not to exercise their not right to, to vote. vote yeah oh interesting that's fucked that up. makes more sense but it's also like so they're saying like you can live with us but we're not gonna let you to vote I don't... Is he living with them or do they just have to... I think it's just to support them. I think it's just that if he were not to be able to support himself, they'd have to jump in. But if he is supporting himself, mm-hmm. they don't have to, like, do anything. Yeah, it's like a seven-year, like, contingency. Like, you might have to hop in and help out. But for the most part, it kind of sounds like they just need you to be, like, their legal guardian while you're in that country or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if they've made the commitment, they kind of have to uphold it. But also, he seems shitty it's also like could you imagine like i don't know the whole point is like you know you would adopt a kid and send him back as like the kid's kind of a fucking asshole or something would you but i don't think they're is he a kid no no it's it's yeah he's like an adult yeah i don't think they're adopting him i I think he's probably like 23 or something like i feel like he's old enough that he wants to move to america start working there and he's like okay 23 to 30 that's seven years i'll spend over there trying to find a career trying to find something to do you know what if he moved to America just to like be closer to Trump? Yeah, right. He's like, well, he's like work well, for that's him. where all my bros are. <laughs> I can finally wear my hat. You know who's got a nice hat? Who? Andrew Yang. Who's Yang An- Gang? Who's Andrew Yang? He's the dude that wants a universal basic income. Oh. And he's running and he's got a fucking dope ass hat. That's how you become sweet. Literally, that's how you become the president. You don't fuck the whole policy. <laughs> I swear to God, it's dude. It's all based on the hats, man. Dude. Why not? Why not have like a sick piece of merch that's basically like, yo, I'm with him. No matter where you see it. People can't even wear red hats anymore without fucking people thinking they're like a Trump supporter or something. Have you seen that episode of Atlanta with the it's the Teddy Perkins one where he crosses it out and it says like all the it's a Make America Great Again hat and he crosses out letters. So it just says you mad. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was talking about the Teddy Perkins episode today. That. See, I would buy the fuck out of that hat if they made, like, a Atlanta-branded hat like that. Well, I mean, you can just... Well, yeah, because then you're supporting Trump, yeah. That's true. Because I was going to say, like, oh, you just can buy a hat and do it yourself, but feed the machine, baby. Um, I don't know. I think it's... I think the whole point is that you should have trust in the system and in yourselves that, like, if you are, like, sponsoring a person that, like, doesn't uh, line up with your politics, it'll blow over. Like, this whole thing with Trump is just going to, like, blow over and, like, four years by the time like you know let's let's hope so yeah people let's, do, let's cross our fingers yeah. and hope but it could also go bad i guarantee you the dude doesn't believe in him i think he just finds the dude funny as fuck and like he just loves seeing people getting like you know butthurt over these things and whatnot and he's like yeah yeah like a little shit disturber mm. and by the time he comes here and meets like there's a difference between thinking he's funny and thinking like being shitty to other in- immigrants. That is true. Like there's a difference not... between being like, "Oh, Trump, he used to <laughs> be on reality TV. He talks funny," and then going like, "Yeah, yeah. they shouldn't be in the country." Open like, the fucking wall that's, up. That's yeah, a, that's true. That's a big difference. Yeah, this guy's definitely on like the B team. Who's like, "Yeah, yeah, we should let not let them in." 
it's kind of like they yeah they've already fucked up and they've let this shit head into the country mm-hmm. like they they can't really like revoke it at this point i i think you're just gonna have to do your best to you know try and not you know persuade him like you know try and have him to open up to the shit like have a conversation with him where it's like why do you think that they should let immigrants in if you are one you know yeah or it's a good it's a good point or don't let them in there's like fucking eight billion people out there and america's falling off right now all right all right what all does right. the what does the person say what does the is this an ask a manager this is ask a manager i think oh no, no I think it's this is not times. it's this is not times. this is the time my it's bad not, it's not in a workplace i'm not sure you found a gr- oh i'm sorry they bolded i'm not sure and then the rest so i read it very wrong I'm not sure you found a great way to model social tolerance. Your cousin see, your cousin sounds pretty blinkered in his views, I'll grant. But adding one more bigot to the American population isn't going to make a difference in our politics. And if he ends up, as is most likely, living in one of our great culturally plural metropolises, his views on immigration may well evolve. Either way, it would be wrong to try and blackmail him into not exercising the right to vote. And ineffectual because such an agreement would be unforceable. Nor is it fair at this point to pull out from your affidavit of support unless you think that's something you were told and that you therefore attested to was substantially untrue. You do have every right to tell him. Like anyone else who expresses political views you consider odious. Odious? Why do you think he's wrong? Audacious? O-D-I-O-U-S. Oh, oh, no. No. Given what you have done for him. If only I still had that dictionary dictionary set. Ah! No. Full circle, baby. Given what you have done for him, he owes it to you to pay attention to what you say. But if your sponsoring your cousin was right, it didn't become wrong when you learned about his opinions. True. The point can be broadened. Policies you support in principle aren't invalidated when their beneficiaries turn out to be vexing or perverse views. We don't we don't withdraw support. Yeah, we do not withdraw social security disability insurance from those who think that its other beneficiaries are largely wastrels. Man, fucking New York Times, man. A lot of big words in there. Wastrels? I don't know. We don't deny Medicare coverage to those who are skeptical of the program. We can't give up on our public health measures to reduce suicide simply because suicide rates are highest in red state regions that are inclined to back such measures. And a partition who favors only the expanded immigration of people inclined to support her party isn't interested in immigration reform. She's interested in allies. Your cousin's views, as as I say, may evolve. Perhaps yours will too. Yeah, I think that's about right. Just like yeah, that's a that's a fair point. That if if you really are for supporting immigration, you can't pick and choose <laughs> who it is. You yeah, can't just be like too. only the people that agree with me. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's a catch twenty two. You know, you can't deny him. That's the whole. That's America. That's wild. Got got its pros and its cons. Okay, you got another one. Yeah how how far in are we? Do we have we have uh, time? Dude, it's fucked, man. It's we got. It's gonna be like another two hour one, I bet. I've got I've got two more. Should I pick one or no, should I? No, dude, just let's do them all. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Sorry to all of the listeners. <laughs> okay, so this one is called Possible Cousin Marriage. Tight. I think this is another Dear Prudence. I don't know. I think it is. Okay. Alright. Over twenty years ago, I had an affair with a married woman who became pregnant with my child. She reconciled with her husband. Sorry. What's, this is when this thing gets low on juice, it just starts like beeping at me the whole fucking time. Oh, okay. It's like boom boom. Hey, it's, I'm it's thirsty. His, it's his tablet. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. About. Continue. Okay. Over twenty years ago I had an affair with a married woman who became pregnant with my child. 
She reconciled with her husband and they raised the boy as their own. I have not had any contact with my biological son at the husband's request. Wow. So already like dudes on Facebook for sure. No one in my family knows I have a secret son. Two weeks ago, I found out my niece, my sister's daughter, is engaged and the groom to be (gasps) is none other than my biological son. Read that back one more time. Two weeks ago, I found out my niece, Uh my sister's daughter, is engaged. And the groom-to-be is <gasps> none other than my biological oh, son. Oh, my God, dude. Wow. Did he catch it? That's unbelievable. So so his son's going to marry his sister's daughter. Yeah. So they, they are cousins. They're biological cousins. Wow. Wow, dude. Wow. Prudy, I am livid that my my son's mother and her husband did not stop this relationship in its early stages. Oh, Jesus. No, Bobby, you can't date that girl because she's your biological cousin is all it would have taken. Yeah, just that easy. Dude, could you imagine how heartbroken you would be if you found out that, like, your fucking soulmate you couldn't continue your relationship with? Like how well, and that would that you're be? that far into the relationship too that you're engaged. Did they say? How, yeah, I guess like yeah, you have to assume that like they knew the whole. God, mm, that's the thing too, where it's like I guess you you wouldn't really be concerned or like maybe not concerned, but like if your brother had a kid that was marrying someone else, you would barely know about that. You would barely know about that. You know, yeah. you'd be like, oh, good job, brother. You know, like I hope your kid's doing well. Blah blah blah. You know. Oh, they're marrying someone so-and-so. I guess... It, it's but, sort of like if it was a small wedding, you might not even be invited. Yeah, know? maybe. Like, depending on the size of it. All right. I contacted the woman, and she swore she didn't know our son was marrying my niece, since my niece has a different last name. See, that's what I was going to ask as well. Like, you would definitely know with the last name, but... it's the sister's daughter. So the woman probably took the name of her husband. Uh, so the daughter uh, would have a different last name. So unless they had, and they probably haven't talked since their affair, right? So unless they're following like the family tree, that's like extended family sort of thing. Is it too much to ask every girl I date from now on to do a 23andMe test real quick? Just spit <laughs> into this cup. Be, they should hook that into Tinder. I feel like <laughs> I've had a lot of Tinder ideas today. <laughs> yeah, you did. I should submit it to them. You know what it is? They had a good April Fool's dude, joke. Dude, I swear to God, if the you... Height, dude, the height verification. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. Well, it's not a real thing. It's It was an April Fool's joke. Yeah, maybe next year they can put a weight limit for fucking women on there. That, I saw a lot of responses <laughs> A lot of angry that. short men out there. <laughs> I, I am against I am against the whole weird height Hi-tus thing. thing. You know what it is? Because I don't think it's tall girls that are that are picky about it which annoys me because i'm like five it's, eight so i'm kind of on the taller side i could get it if there was a guy that was like significantly shorter mm-hmm. than me i might feel like insecure but it's always like if you're like five six yeah and you're like Why they not? must be f- six feet like who the who the heck cares it's that weird thing where it really is it's like tall women don't give a fuck like I, robin yeah. was saying she saw robin's a tall woman pretty tall, right she's like she's like six one or something but she she's brought six up one she's not something six like one. that I don't know. That was the first thing I ever fucking asked her. I'm like, how tall are you? When I was working at Starbucks. Because she is tall. But yeah, she's she's tall. She saw someone on this street who was like, she was described them as like the shortest person she's ever seen and the tallest woman she's ever seen. And they were like super happy together on the street walking around. Because that's usually what it is. It's like, you know, everyone doesn't give a fuck how tall or short yeah, you are. No it's just cares. like if you're like a five foot six woman or something, it's like a vendetta where it's like. It's so weird. They want someone towering over them. It, it's a weird it's a weird rule to have, yeah. I would say. 
Okay, anyway, right. back, back to the to the weird cousin. Hey, keep going. I'm just going to plug in this guy so it doesn't fucking die. Okay, let, let me find where I am. Okay, I asked her what she was planning to do to stop the wedding, and she said she's doing nothing. Our son doesn't know anything, and according to her, cousin marriage is harmless. Oh, God. Prudy, how do I bring this up with my niece and her parents? I have never had any contact with my son, and I don't think I should approach him about it. He doesn't know his father is not his biological father. Ooh. Oh, dude. That, oh. I don't want my niece to live in incest because of my past mistake. Please help. Live stream that fucking wedding where it all goes down, man. Yeah, he I should. got a couple things. First of all, that is not your father. Uh, does anyone <laughs> have any objections? Just as a formality, I got something to say. I got a couple, to be honest here. You know, first of all, you know, uh, there was uh, oh, there was a really good one on Reddit this week. I was gonna bring in, but I forgot where. Um, this this uh, husband with five um, children finds out that four of them are illegitimate. I saw that one, dude. That was a fascinating one, and it was like it didn't have anywhere near enough information too. It was a little bit sad though. It was sad, but what was really heartening was that when he told like the older, because there was only like the thirteen year old he didn't tell, but for the rest of them he brought them together and told them, and they were like, "Oh, we don't care like who you yeah. are, but you are a dad." And I was like, "Oh, that's really nice of them," you know. I feel yeah, because you wouldn't know the like yeah whoever raises you exactly is your, is your, is your parent quote you know? unquote. This though. This yeah. You this. can't you can't bring up one without the other. You can't bring up the cousins thing without the illegitimate dad thing. That's it's <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole can of worms. It's funny because it's like oh at least like you know what just because Arthur isn't my real father I I love him nonetheless. You know, as long as I have a caring father and a beautiful wife. But then you know that the mom <laughs> that the mom had an affair. One so more thing. So like he wouldn't know that. The thing I would say is that if you like if you have a kid with your cousin, then mm. that like does raise your chances of having like oh, genetic disorders. Dude, uh, don't try and legitimize cousin marriage. Well, I'm just saying like you would want to know that. You yeah. Would want, like that's a risk. But otherwise you're not like yeah. hurting anyone. It's it's like especially if you never knew that you were of cousins, course. but wouldn't you, you, weren't, you weren't wouldn't raised you as cousins? wouldn't you just be like no way there's no way in hell that can happen Pro- no way yeah like probably it'd be, it'd be messy but, but like think of it you're engaged you're engaged you've been doing you're, this for five years you fucked already yeah like, that's that's the thing you've, you've already definitely fucked you've you definitely already sucked. crossed that bridge he's thinking about drinking her fucking titty milk soon you know he dear can't lord. fucking wait dear lord i feel like i've picked some weird ones you picked some great ones <laughs> I today was up dude. really late last night holy pick, shit coming up or trying to find them so i feel like i've Picking some, pick some weird ones with like weird breast milk stuff and cousin marriage. Okay. So, wait, so, so what? How does it end? Can we just get a little like, what is he? What is he asking for? Like, are we approaching the wedding? What exactly was the advice he wanted? He he's asking what's the best way to stop the marriage. Like, what's the like he wants it not to happen, but like, what's the best way to do that without exposing all of the family uh, secrets? Like, he, he wants to convince the. Biolo- the not biological dad to talk to the son. He's... Th- I feel for this guy because this guy did nothing wrong for the most part. Oh, I thought you meant the uh, the fair guy. No. But you, you mean the, the husband that got cheated on? No. <laughs> the affair guy. What do you mean he did nothing wrong? He he, he had a he had a child he had with a, a married woman. He had an affair woman. with a married woman who said he didn't want her involved in her life. He respected that. 
but she knew about the other. Fu- then isn't that what they said? Like the 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 the, mm. the wife knew. No, she didn't know. So who knows? She knows now and isn't gonna do anything about That's it. That's fucked up. That's the thing though, where it's like whoever knows should tell people. And as long as no one's like, because like, does it say when she found out? Like during the relationship? They were already, no, they were already engaged. And then she found out, and yeah. she's letting it like continue. Mm. You don't want to be the bad guy, man. Well, and also for her, if she were to do it, she'd have to admit of the affair. Hmm. Right? She'd have to be like, your dad's not your real dad. I I fucked this other guy. He's your real dad. You know, and you... also your bride-to-be's <laughs> uncle. Yeah, which one do you do first? Which one do you drop first? Oh. Do you, do you do the harshest blow first? Hey, your cousins, by the way, that's not your dad. You're like, wait, what? 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 And, you know, and it's like, okay, you end on an easy one. Oh. Or do you build them up with it? I don't know. Okay, so I have a feeling you're not going to agree with uh, Prudy's answer. Oh, right. For some reason, I thought this was a Reddit thing, because I was like, where do people fuck their cousins? Oh, yeah, on Reddit. There you go. Boom. That's Yeah, that's where they usually go. Yeah. No, sometimes they go to Prudy. Yeah, sometimes they go to Prudy. All right, so this is Prudy's take. This is an opportunity to repeat my frequent reassurance to fathers. Dads, a statistically significant percentage of you actually have sired the children you think are yours. There's no reason to doubt the mother of the groom when she says she didn't realize the bride was related to you, especially if there's been no big family gathering to celebrate the impending nuptials. Yeah, I get that. You think you have a simple, easy way for the mother of the groom to stop the romance by saying, Bobby, your father is not your father and your fiance is your cousin. But if you think this through, explaining all this will entirely upend his family and now yours. And at this late date in the wedding planning, you can understand that the parents want to stick with their original plan to keep quiet about Bobby's biology. Well, what the fuck is Prudy going to say? I do think that people are entitled to know their origins and keeping these secrets has the potential for blowing up as you are now seeing. But as it stands, you're, only three people know you're the biological father of the boy. And while it may take all your willpower, I think it should remain that way. Wow. Cousin marriage is common in much of the world. Fuck off. <laughs> I think the remaining Fuck laws off. against it in this country should be no. repealed. No. Yes, there is an elevated risk of passing on genetic disorders. Yeah, but it, in absolute terms, it is very small. Two young people are in love and planning to make a life together. Okay, I think Prudy. you should let that be. So what do you think? Do you agree with Prudy? No, not in the fucking slightest, dude. If you... Okay, so put yourself in his shoes, right? You you are engaged to the love of your life. Yep. She's your cousin. You yep. find out. And she's like, no, no, Gorian, I still want to be with you. You're, you. We're cousins. We can get through this. Yeah. Here's what, the thing. What do, you, what do you do? I think it's fucked up that they have the right to know. That's the crazy part. They have a right to know. And what their choice is, we have no say in. If they still want to do it, fine. That's the thing. But what I'm so pissed off about is that they don't fucking know. They have a yeah. right. They deserve to know. Can you imagine they find out in like their 60s? That's what I'm saying. Or, <laughs> they've had or like have a bunch a of kids with genetic kid. disorders. And they're like, yeah. why does this keep happening? Why does Billy Jr. have fucking 18 arms or something, oh. you know? They, there's... I feel like they, especially with the kids, I feel like they have a, they have a right to know. And just, I, yeah, I feel like they have a right to know. It's the type of thing where it's like, if you have sex with someone who's like undetectable HIV, you know, you deserve to know, even though like you use contraceptive every time. I don't know if that's the same as like, 
it being your cousin, but I get it. In the, in the sense where it's like, if you were told afterwards, you would feel cheated and betrayed, you know? Even especially because both of them don't know. Oh. And that's the thing, too, where it's like, you don't want to be the fucking laughing stock, but you also, like, could you imagine, like, the humility if everyone was like, oh, we found out you guys were cousins and then just let you guys keep dating. And if they were both like, well, we would have immediately broken up with each other and gone separate ways with this, but you guys let us continue this. We don't think this is right. You know, we don't believe this is right in the slightest. And yeah. the fact that you guys let us continue believing that, that's the fucked up part. I think that, like, it's not, and you know, the, the whole, like, father thing, that's a whole different issue. That's, like, it doesn't matter who the fuck raised you or whatever. They, should, they shouldn't have lied to the kid his entire life. That it's, too. It, like, this could have all been avoided if they didn't lie to him. Yeah. It's a crazy circumstance, Or even though. what's just, like, like you were adopted or something, yeah. so, like, you should check out genetics with your... Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Like, that's... It's kind of the same thing where it's, like, would you tell your kids they're adopted? Like, of course you have that conversation at some point where it's, like, hey, listen, you know, we, you know, no matter what, we're family or whatever, but if you want to pursue your origins and you see where you've come from or, like, where your parents are now, we fully support that, you know? Why the fuck not? That's weird that Prudy was like, just let them get married. I'm kind of upset by that. I think I might write into Prudy about this. Prudy. I genuinely think so. <laughs> right, yeah, write into her I, with a response from her column from 2013. I do, I'll be like, you know what? We have this podcast that we do over here. Prudy, answer for yourself. All right, let me, let's get off Prudy, this fucking. Prudy probably has something going on with her cousins. You're going to, your, your, your whole day here has been elevating to a point where I feel like your next one's going to be like, this cat and I get along really fucking well, you know? <laughs> I do have one more. I don't remember. Here, I'll pull. I'll do one. Oh, no. My last one's not scandalous. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. It's your turn, though. All right. All right. It's Ask a Manager time. Yes. I am writing. I don't think I copied the answer to. Let's see. Because, like, some of them are just, like, boring manager talk. Like, you can believe this guy's a manager because, like, I don't listen to anything Like, articles says. on LinkedIn where the headline is like, oh, this might be interesting. Then you click oh, it. It's God. like, this is the worst. Fuck LinkedIn. Someone got paid to write this. <laughs> I'm writing seeking advice as to how I, as a manager, can handle the aftermath of a joke gone wrong. No. The joke. I feel like this would be you as a manager. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. It wasn't the manager doing the fucking joke, okay? Okay. The joke never should have been played in the first place, but that ship has sailed. I managed four reports, and two of them made another think $50,000 had gone missing, and she was being arrested for stealing it. No. And first time I read this, I was very strange. It was just said, I managed four reports, but that those are apparently people. Like, hey, he manages four people. Oh, like they report to him. I guess so, yeah, because it says, I managed four reports and two of them made another thing. $50,000 had gone missing and she was being arrested for stealing it. My brothers, they both work in, uh, they both do computer science. They work mm -hmm. for like tech companies and the amount of abbreviations they use for like everything. Give me some insane. examples. Like instead of HR, it'll be people ops. <laughs> or like. Wait, wait, wait. You said abbreviations. That's fucking longer. Yeah, it's not. It, it, but they just have to have a spe new special name for everything. People ops? People ops. Dude, oh my god, what? You're not in the fucking military, bro. Don't take their spec ops and fucking plaster on your lame ass engineering shit. It's because it's a cool, it's a cool new industry. Yeah. Let's see. Um, my other report was not involved at all, so. They went as far as to get one of their wives to pretend to be a police officer there for the rest. <laughs> it's kind of funny. No, that's it, that's too much money to play that to do that joke on. Could you imagine if like 
that's what the dude in the first question was thinking like oh he you sent me to italy is this a joke like was this a prank bro that's like that would be ser- it would be serious jail time um so they, they should bring, all be fired they bring in one of the gonna cool, be my camp cool wife by the way hey do you want to <laughs> do you want to help me prank this person at work Okay, what's the prank? You play a police officer. Say no fucking more. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Improv role of the century. Dude, if you ever... Any- you want me to pose as a police officer? <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, that's a fucking... That's a, that's a, you're breaking a law doing that. Impersonating a police officer? Who who cares, man? I'm in it for the pranks. If you have any prank ever that needs a police officer, I will do that for you. I will play a fucking police officer. I will... Well, like in person or on the phone? I'll show up. I'll be like, this man's dead. You know, I'll do whatever the fuck you need for the prank. I swear to God. That's good to know. Um, they went. Blah, blah, blah. The one who was accused wept so hard she vomited. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, I'm just. I'm, <laughs> honestly, this would be me if someone played this prank on me. I would be. I would Vomiting. be. I would vomit. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Oh, I thought it was two hundred fifty. No, no, no. Still fifty thousand. That's, that's a like, big number. That's probably more than ten years. Although in jail. the response. <laughs> I was gonna say the response was a bit much to vomit and cry, but the fact that they have like a police officer, because like if you make a mistake this big, now oh, shut up. How dare you? Right. <laughs> I in my a, podcast, I'm a guest on your podcast. You tell me to shut up. Um, the he was fact, talking to his tablet. The fact that they are like, the prank isn't just like, oh, you fucked up this thing. Haha, ha, no, you didn't. Because like, regardless, I've seen like those Reddit posts on Ask Reddit where it's like, what's the most expensive mistake you've ever made at your company or something? And there's stories where like people blow like a million dollar thing or like a, some weird thing. It's like just something stupid happens, you know? But the fact that they're like, oh, you did this mistake and they're going to arrest you and throw you in fucking yeah. jail for it, bro. No. no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it, is a bit, it is a little bit of a funny response. You think when she threw up, they're like, okay, we got to stop this fucking prank, I only dude. laugh because I know I'd do that. <laughs> I, I, would, I would vomit. I would be very stressed out about that. She was adamant she didn't do it and asked to phone someone to go stay with her sick mother while she was held in custody. Oh it was only God. then that she was let in on the joke. She has not returned since it happened and will not answer calls or letters. I am furious. Their joke was unacceptable, and if I had known that they were planning it, I would have shut it down. I don't have the power to fire them, or I would have already. Yeah, they should be fired. I have no clue what they were thinking. They say it was intended to be hilarious, not mean. I don't know if any of... Oh, fuck that. (laughs) Like, there are so many easier pranks to pull on someone. These are the people that, like, fucking punch you on April Fool's Day. Oh, my God. It's a prank! Oh, it's allowed. It's April Fool's. It is pretty funny. (laughs) It is kind of funny, though. Not. Punching people. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know of any trouble before this, and all of my reports seem to get along. The one one they play the joke on has only worked here for a few months and is fresh out of school, while my other three reports have worked here for anywhere between six to nine years and have all been on this team for over five years. Honest, well, first of all, he should whoever does have the power to fire them, he should report this to and yeah. recommend that they be fired. That needs to be his first move. Six to nine years, though. Could you imagine if it's like out of the blue, I pulled a prank on you like this? Like, that's kind of fucked up. But like, how daft do you have to be to like carry on this whole prank and be like, yeah, this is going to be real fucking funny. They're going to laugh. Oh, my it's, God. It's that saying where it's like if the person you're pranking isn't laughing at the end of it, it's not a prank. Yeah. Like if. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that the the police that they threaten, it, like that, just adds another level to it. Did you ever watch? Oh, um, that, they, they 
Again, the shit women have to deal with in fucking workplaces. The fact that these dudes hey, are hey, getting hey, uh, there's fired. A, there's a wife cop, okay? This isn't a she's, fucking... She doesn't work at the company. <laughs> um, did you ever watch on College Humor? They had those prank wars with Streeter and um, Amir? No. Dude, those were fucking funny. Those were like legitimate funny pranks that were a little too over the top sometimes. So it starts off with... um. He pays a whole comedy club to like boo a guy. So Streeter goes up and does like his <laughs> usual set, and like he paid everyone that's, in the audience to like make fat jokes and fucking see, yell at him. That's a great prank because once you let them in on the prank, they're yeah. like, "Oh, okay." They probably didn't cry and vomit. Well, he he stormed off the stage and was like pissed off as fucking hell, and then he's like, "Oh, by the way, it was all a prank. Everyone here was part of it." You know, really quickly. That's like an he didn't let it sink for like days. He's like, "Oh, by the way, I pay I paid them all to do that." Well, and the the worst case scenario like the worst thing that happens in that is that you had a bad set you know like that's that's not a life altering thing like being sent to prison would be so the next prank to get back at him for that Mm -hmm. uh amir goes to uh he knows the streeter's gonna go to a baseball game and he pays the people to put up a sign that says will you marry me to his girlfriend who he was with at the time Oh. And she doesn't know what the fuck's going on, and they filmed it. And he can—he's just like—he's like, she's like, "What is this?" And he's like, "I don't know. I don't know what's going on right now." And like, they bring over the mascot and everything. No. And did she say no? <laughs> They—she just stormed off. They ended up breaking up for he said no. other reasons, but that one was kind of fucked up. Cause that's that's like. You shouldn't involve people that aren't involved exactly. in the prank war. But I know? think that, so he gets back at him with, I think, the best fucking prank. Okay. At a basketball game, he comes at uh, halftime and they do one of those contests where it's like, seat two, 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 you've been chosen to shoot a blind half court shot. Mm-hmm. And while the, he's getting out there signing bullshit forms, Streeter comes in and is like, listen, no matter if he scores or not, everyone in the fucking stadium, lose your fucking mind. Scream, cheer at the top of your fucking lungs, even if he misses, you know? So they blindfold and bring him out there, and it's for half a million dollars. Oh no! So he shoots the ball from half Everyone court, cheers. blindfolded, misses horribly. Everyone's losing their fucking mind. They're screaming. They're cheering. He takes off his fucking. He can't fucking believe it. He's running around. He's holding a giant fucking check, and then his friend next to him's like holding the check. When he looks over, he sees him, and he just like he covers himself up on the floor and just like doesn't let anyone see him. That's, that's a great funny. fucking prank. That's a, that's a good prank. Because the, it's like it's only like two minutes of thinking you won a lot of money. Yeah. That's like people when they give them a winning lottery ticket or like that sort of thing. Have you seen that Reno nine one one clip where it's like there was a, a <laughs> there was like a scratch off uh, printing error and they had like hundreds of ones that said they won a million dollars. So it's like three people in a row no. coming into the office being like. I don't need this fucking job. I don't need any of this shit. And then it's like, did you read the newspaper today? And it's just like, misprint lottery, you know? And oh the my God. people just keep coming in and doing it. Lottery. I never played it. Have you? No. Oh, this is a sub musing because I it. forgot about it. It really, really annoys me when people are like, don't play the lottery. Your odds of winning are really low. And then explain how, like, low your odds are yeah we all fucking know that the odds of winning the lottery are low that's yeah. why you play it just like oh well statistically you probably <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't have any chance and you're just throwing away your money yeah that's how the fucking lottery works if the odds were high you wouldn't win any money meanwhile the dude telling you that's like fucking collecting those funko pops and marvel action figures on his fucking desk or something 
it's weird because it's like everyone that plays the lottery knows the shit odds and the people that do genuinely believe they might win one day don't give a fuck about the odds well because you're not doing it because it's a statistically probable <laughs> outcome you're doing it because you want you feel it's lucky a, it's a fucking it's a it's a rush you know we're like oh you survive a car accident go buy a lottery ticket because you're feeling lucky that day you know it's that shit where I it's know like if i would do that but Oh, some people say that where it's like, wow, like, you know, like you experience something like out of the ordinary. It's like you should buy a lottery ticket today because like, you know, you're on that high, like something good's on your side, you know, but fun suckers, man. Trying to tell you how the lottery works. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, man. When I make my millions, you'll be sorry. He's the same person who's like, you cheer for sports when you're watching on TV. They can't hear you. (laughs) They can't hear you. Does anyone say that? There's some people that like that's dumb. There's some people hate that hate sports that much where they're like, why are you like, you know, you wouldn't clap for a movie at the end of it or some shit like that. If people the, clap for movies, which is weird when the no one in the audience helped make it. Well, it's, it's like, fun. I bet you people will, you know, I guess like if it's Avengers and everyone's like, yeah, woo, yeah, if you know? people are pumped for the movie, I think it's OK. I don't clap for pilots unless it's like a ground saving maneuver they've just done when the, when a plane lands and everyone's kind of just like, really? Why not? Why not? Why not? If you have the opportunity to applaud someone, you should applaud them. (laughs) Why not? These are two conflicting ideas right here. This is a great (laughs) podcast that you've created. Well done. Well done. All right, let's let's read another prank one. There's another prank one? Oh, yeah. It was prank week. April 1st, baby. Oh, true. True. I'm currently covering a maternity leave and had to go in for... Uh, sorry, one more time. I'm currently covering a maternity leave and had to go in for a not insignificant surgery. It was complicated by the fact I seem to be working in the real life version of Mean Girls, most frequently with a Regina George stand-in. I ended up having Ooh. my surgery and negotiating remote work for my recovery. I'm feeling reasonable. A, yeah, I'm feeling a lot less stressed, even though I logged back in the day after my procedure and got right back to it. That's cool though. It's kind of like you know. As long remote, as it's like a remote job. work is the it's is different. The, it's the future, man. It's gonna be the way of the future. Today, two co-workers I've gotten close to came by for a visit, and the weirdest work gift situation ever came up. Ooh. They both gave me a lovely gift and treated me to dinner. And then sheepishly looked at each other, sighed, and said the office had a gift as well. I could tell they felt weird about it. It was a reusable shopping bag filled with garbage. <laughs> Like, 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 does she mean, like, actual trash or just kind of, like, useless crap? A used pair of unwanted scuffed shoes, several (laughs) junk mail brochures, expired tea from the office kitchen, some dusty old plaques from the 90s, and a sublime CD. One of the songs is called Date Rape. What the fuck? Which is a very good song about anti-date rape. Sublime's a really good band. They're ska. You like ska? I, I don't know a lot about Scott. Scott's fun. No, no, no shade to Sublime <laughs> no shade to them, in, but in this. I, I feel bad that Sublime got, you know, they're in the trash bag. They're in the garbage heap right now <laughs> with the scuffed shoes and old plaques from the 90s. My <laughs> advice is that you give them all an education <laughs> on how great Sublime yeah, is. Just come back and play and get the office. This is oh, fucked up. This that, is really that's like. so fucking weird. Especially when it's like. You know, I'm glad that it's like, oh, the two co-workers came in, gave her a nice gift, bought her dinner, and they're like, oh, by the way, the office 
all thought this was funny. This is what usually happens. It kind of seems like everyone in the office has like one fucking idea, and there's one or two people that are like, "Why? Why is everyone like this around me? Oh why is he God. only fist bumping the females? You know, why is why are they giving me garbage? You know, why are they send me to Italy? There's always this one fucking person." That's. It's also. <laughs> I could see one person being like super passive aggressive, and being like, "I'm gonna send her some fucking trash," but like the whole office. The idea of a non-gift is funny in itself. Yeah, but usually not after like a surgery or something. Yeah. Like if it was someone's birthday and you're like, ha yes. got you some trash. You know, boom, by the way, there's an iPhone in there or something like that, you know? Yeah, one, like one that's nice thing to funny. counteract it. Like, oh, by the way, if you dug through or like if you pop open the Sublime box, we gave you a hundred dollar Amazon gift card or something, you know, get better. Something like that. One for one year for my birthday. This is a great gift. Like my friends pulled all their money and bought me like a million things from the dollar store. I have seen that before that where fun. it's like... My mom made me get rid of most of it, <laughs> but it was a really, really fun like gift opening experience because yeah. I was like opening like 50 gifts. It was awesome. For um, Secret Santa one year, my boys and I, we did... Um, you know AliExpress? Uh, yes. Alibaba. Yeah. So it's like the same thing. It's like super cheap shit. And we had like a limit of like 20 bucks. But on that website, you can buy the craziest stuff for like a dollar, you know? You you got me that '90s shirt. Yeah, that, with all like the <laughs> like like a million '90s references over it. Dude, that shirt's that's a great oh, shirt, dude. And like yeah, so like I got like my boy like a fake jersey. I got him like a beer chugging hat. I bought him like that would socks. Be fun. You like, always see those on TV, but you mm-hmm. never see them in you real never life. see them in stores. And that's you can, awesome. You buy all the stuff. You buy like six or seven things for like twenty bucks, and it takes like three months to ship here. But it's like a gold mm-hmm. mine when it gets here. It's always fun Pretty too, good. you know. Um, I was taken aback. I asked what this was supposed to be. They told me the people at the office said that they should try to keep a straight face like this was a legitimate gift that it was supposed to give me a laugh. Wow. Thanks, office. You're so fucking funny. Back to my surgery recovery. <laughs> this is definitely like the funny guy at the office. Like, no, 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 dude, no, 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 man. Fucking give it to them with a straight face and she'll think it's real. And then they're like, okay, then what do we do? They just told her it's garbage and throw it out. Like, there seems like there's no end to this where it's like, okay, you pretend, keep a straight face and then the last moment pull out the gift or something, you know? Like, the real gift. Yeah. I feel like some people don't understand basic comedy. Being shitty to someone yeah, isn't it's funny. Like, it's, some people are, like, just mean. Mm. And it's like, it's funny because they feel bad. <laughs> and I feel good. It's funny because she won't get why we'd be giving her garbage. But we are. <laughs> and she'll be like all sick and everything. And then she'll be like sitting there with a bunch of trash. And she'll open it and be like, oh, everyone hates me. But then she'll like try and be like super polite and be like, oh, wow, thanks for everything. But we know she doesn't like it. I will say, though, the two co-workers did screw up the delivery. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna bring the trash bag, you gotta kind of commit to it and be like, "We got you an amazing gift." Yeah. And if, and if you're not for it, just like throw out the trash and then tell everyone like, "Oh yeah, we gave it to her." Like you could just not give her the trash. Well, that's that's what they did. I think like they brought the trash and the whole time like, "Are we actually gonna give it to her?" And like at this point, they're like, "This is what the office wanted to give you." You know, I think it's like they found it so absurd that like they needed to share it with her. Where it's oh. like, they, they wouldn't want her to be People like... People would ask about it when she came How'd back How would you in? like your gift? You know? Do you uh, like Sublime now? Uh, I think she should quit and get a new job. <laughs> like, as soon as possible. Or use this as, like, a way to... Get a raise or something. No, like, well, get a raise, but also to do more remote work. Because she That's can be true. like... I was recovering from surgery and I still <laughs> got all this... Uh, yeah. 
work done even though I was in remote maybe I could work remote more I feel even more ill after that gift now so I gotta take off like another three weeks from work mm, okay I caught a I caught a disease from the trash <laughs> I got a fucking staph there was a rat infection in there. <laughs> it did not I said I really appreciate the thoughtful gift dinner visit the two of them had given me but that this joke gift wasn't really appropriate and didn't fit the relationship we all have as co-workers rather than gentle ribbing it felt like being in grade 9 gym class all over again they apologized profusely, and I asked them to take the bag back with them on the way out. With the injury recovery, I can't really leave the apartment for the next while, because I couldn't get it down the garbage myself. That's also a fair point. She's recovering from surgery, and you're just leaving her with a bag of trash. You're literally to- putting trash in her home, and she physically can't remove it. That's, that's, so- <laughs> that's why it's so funny. <laughs> she's stuck with the trash. Uh, she's to keep in her house for the next like three weeks. It's so funny. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I like joke gifts. I've been given them and received them in the past. Like a big dildo or a Picasso or something like that. Good joke gifts, you know? Yeah. Trip to Italy. Something that's actually funny. Yeah. Oh, but- to, Na- to Naples. Haha. <laughs> to Naples? To, to, to oh, Naples. To Naples. I thought you were doing a throwback to the first one. You're I did. Just bringing up Italy. But then, like, to Naples is like the name of a person who's on a podcast I just listened to. So oh, I was really? like, why would you bring up that guy? He invented Earthworm Jim. I don't know that. VeggieTales. He wrote the Netflix series oh, for that. Oh, I know VeggieTales. Yeah. Strange guy. Don't get me wrong, like Joe Gifts, but when I've been on a team that did this, A, it wouldn't be actually, <laughs> it wouldn't be actual garbage, and B, it would be followed by something thoughtful. Restaurant delivery, grocery, taxi gift cards, etc. They just gave me actual <laughs> garbage. And I'm going to be asked how I like my gift on Monday, and I have no idea what to say. Typically, I would do a warm thank you and find something to like about a gift, even if it wasn't my thing. That's very polite. But what do you say about this? That I was confused? That I'm not sure what to say? I don't really want to laugh along with it. I thought it was awful. Any advice would be appreciated. I've really not... I've not really encountered a situation like this before, and most of my friends are just stumped. She should bring in all of her trash. Fucking give everyone a piece of her trash from her trash bag. You know what she should do? Put it on all of their desks. You know what I would fucking do? What? Individual trash bags for everyone in that office. Amazing. Everyone gets their own fucking garbage bag. Like a trash loot bag? Yep. With a little thank you card on it. Well, thank you on all of them. Thank you so much for your sincere gift. Yeah. And you know, I wanted to pay you guys back, each and every one of you. So here's, here's some trash. And here's some trash. And here's some trash. And it's all... Fucking dog shit. Dog shit, gross shit, rotting, apple cores. Fuck this company, man. Yeah. Gross. So my advice is either use this to get a, to work from home more and just get a new job. In the back of your head, just start like applying to places and whatnot, you know, and just being like, and honestly, like, you know, oh, and um, may I ask you why you are, you left or you're looking for new work right now? Oh, um, you'll, uh, yeah. you'll find this interesting, actually. Uh, I don't know if you guys do this here, but garbage day was a big thing at our office. Uh, I think we can all agree <laughs> the real trash are the her coworkers. coworkers. Okay, what's the answer? From the manager. What? I mean, what? I'm willing to believe that they genuinely thought this was a funny joke and a we're horrible people with no sense of what normal people find funny and therefore the thing that amuses us will amuse you too kind of way. But it's still a jerky move done by jerky people. I'm disappointed in your two other coworkers for being will, willing to deliver it to you and not saying, oh, no, that's awful. Yeah. I'm, I'm not lumping them in with your other coworkers because they obviously felt really gross about it. But it's probably indicative of whatever messed up culture your office has going on that they didn't feel comfortable shutting it down. You can't do that with your boss. You can't be like, 
I don't think that's a good idea. And he'll be like, nope, just do it anyways, you know? Mm, if it was a prank, I might... I might stick up for someone. I I would if I was the coworkers, I would have been like, "Oh, I thought that was actual garbage you gave me and I threw it out. I didn't think you actually Ooh. meant for me to like give this to her. I thought you were tricking me. I thought you were goofing on me being like, "Here's That's, a present from yeah, the office." Ha <laughs> ha. Very funny. That's obviously shit that you gave me, you know? What's the real gift we're going to give her? Oh, it was nothing. It was the actual garbage. You're a garbage human being. The fact that no one in the office did anything, like, fuck them. Spineless. Welcome to Slugs Incorporated. (laughs) As for what to say when people ask how you liked the gift, here are a few options. Uh, How about you ask me and I'll give you some of these. Oh, uh, hey, how did you like our gift that we all pulled together to give you? You gave me a bag of garbage. Exactly. (laughs) Give me another one. Uh, How did you like the gift? Well, I can't take my own garbage out because I'm recovering from surgery, so it kind of sucked, actually. Well, I mean, that's not very grateful. <laughs> One more. How did you like the gift? I thought it was fairly cruel. I'm recovering from surgery. Well, that doesn't make me feel very good. And we all <laughs> thought it would be very funny. And you know what? Laughter is the best medicine. So I'm recovering from that statement. OK, that was hurtful. But really, I don't think you need to worry about having the right response. They gave you garbage. They get the response they get. I would say to whatever extent you can, it would probably help you to remember that this wasn't intended as an act of overt bullying or hostility from what I can tell you from the, your letter. That is true. They, they, this, some people are just not funny. Some people are just stupid. It's like in New Girl when Winston doesn't understand the pranks. pranks. Dude, yeah, I just saw that clip today. Or two more. Or How'd the blueberry get in here? <laughs> when he signs him up as a sexual, as a child pedophile or oh whatever. Oh my God. <laughs> no, it's too far. <laughs> Middle ground. Um, but it's true. It just sounds like they're like, it sounds like the whole, I hate being like, comparable, like uh, an office of Michael Scott's where it's like everyone, li- like maybe genuinely people believe that this was a funny joke for some fucking weird reason. And you need to be the person that like breaks down their fucking bubble and be like, that was a weird gift. You're weird. Like, don't try and yeah. like make them try and feel bad. Don't try and like, you know, be like, oh, it was unthoughtful and oh, it was cruel. Be like, that was really fucking weird. Are you okay? Like, do you need help, dude? Can I just say once again in these office okay. ones, oh, the shit <laughs> woman deal with getting f- literal fucking trash. They gave a man that got surgery a fucking edible bouquet the last week. All I got was a bag of trash and a fist bump. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're getting fucking handshakes and Teslas over here. Ah. Um, I would say to whatever extent you can, it would probably help you to remember that this wasn't intended. Uh, and don't let it give you your ninth grade gym class memories. See your coworkers as socially inept fools who have been warped by your weird office environment and value the fact that you haven't been. You know what? I like that. I like I like the advice of just be like, everyone else is fools. There really <laughs> is fools. something nice about working somewhere and thinking like, you know, you're the brightest one there. Like, you're not there forever. You're not going to die there. You're not going to retire there. And at that moment, you're better than the most most of the people that work there. I think it's a good thing to think about, you know? Do you feel that a lot in places that you work? Not on sets, but there have been a handful of jobs where sometimes I'm like, the incompetency here staggers me. And the fact Whoa, that... Whoa, can you name the names of the companies and your coworkers? <laughs> Let me bleep them out for you Let's real quick. Let's see just how serious you are about this. All right. Do you have one more? I have one more. Do we have... Do yeah, we have send on it, man. Okay, this is... My final Dear Prudence, again, Rudy. best of 2013. It was a good year, man. Yeah, it's a... Very good year. What won the best picture that year? The Artist? 
Um, was that 2012? I remember it was the year that Beasts of the Southern Wild came out. Ooh, that there was, was like, I really liked that movie. That it was, was Netflix it was waking up. up. For it. That, wasn't, that, that wasn't Netflix. Beasts of the Southern Wild? Oh, no. no, you're right. What's the other one that was on Netflix? It would have been around the same time. The other but... Netflix movie has the word beast in the title. That's what it was. Um, Anyways. Okay. I don't watch movies, man. All right. So just mentally go back to 2013. <laughs> Dear Prudence, my girlfriend and I are having a disagreement. I pose to her the following hypothetical situation. Would you rescue from fire and certain destruction the last surviving copy on Earth of the complete works of Shakespeare Interesting. or one single puppy? Ooh. My girlfriend said that she would rescue the puppy because the puppy is a fellow living being. She is highly educated and claims to have great respect for Shakespeare. But I think my girlfriend's choice is the wrong one. So real quick, it's every living copy of Shakespeare... And assuming it's not like digitally archived or anything, it's, like if it, it burns, it's Book of Eli shit where it's like it's the only known copy left in existence. Yeah, it's like it goes up in flames. It's erased from like human okay. history, except for maybe in people's like memories or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or one single puppy. Or a thousand monkeys typing on a thousand. I was typewriters. just about to say that. <laughs> I thought that was what you're gonna we, say. We could. I almost did, and then I thought like, nah, not everyone's gonna get that. <laughs> We could get, the, the, we could get of the, entire, <laughs> the entire works of Shakespeare. We could get it back instantly. Plus, the dude didn't even write his own fucking work. So, fuck that guy. He was a hack. Yeah. yeah fair point. I mean, I'm not too positive. I saw a trailer about a movie about that. So, I assume that's what happened. But yeah, look into knows? it. I, I believe all conspiracy theories presented to me on this great flat <laughs> earth that we inherit. Okay. So... So I, but I think my girlfriend's choice is the wrong one. I would rescue the Shakespeare, not just because of the aesthetic enjoy- enjoyment we get from his work, but also because of all of the moral insight it provides us, oh, including possibly the insight that enables the concept of animal rights in the first place. Yeah, moral concepts like teen suicide. <laughs> this is... This is where he starts to get a little, oh, shit. A little okay. crazy. He's like, we've argued a lot about this. I cannot take her answer seriously, but I, fi- but I find it rather disturbing nonetheless. She never rejected the hypothetical question out of hand or said that the two things aren't even comparable. She says that preserving a living conscious thing is more valuable than preserving Shakespeare. My girlfriend loves animals, especially her poodle, and is a diehard vegetarian. I am, on the other hand, obsessed with Shakespeare and rather neutral <laughs> n- neutral towards animals. What is the best way for us to diffuse this situation? Dude's obsessed with Shakespeare. From Fireman is how Jeez. he signed up. That's like, dude you know, cares about Shakespeare. Too you know much. who, um, I'll get him to leave a voicemail for next week, but Hoffman works in like film preservation and like preserving these things. And I'm curious what he would that say about sense. this, where it's like, you know... Well, it's not really a great, it's not a practical thing because we have like many copies of Shakespeare and many people that have like, there's no chance that it's going to burn in a building. Of course but not. But continue your thought though. But just in the, the idea that like if all digital copies, like in this, like, you know, it's, if the ideas were still in people's brains, they can like rewrite it and like put it down and whatnot. Like, I don't think that losing Shakespeare is really that fucking bad either. Like, who gives a fuck, man? We're reading the same old plays from like, what was it, a thousand years ago? Well, it influences a lot of like modern uh like story structure but at the same time it's very like western focused like there were other like yeah, influential writers that weren't shakespeare that led to other ways of doing like other great works that's you know? the thing too where it's like in high school every year we studied a different shakespeare play 
but it kind of felt strange that it was like, okay, we're studying a play, but we're reading it out of a book, so we're not really experiencing it how it was supposed to be intended for us. And we're going around the room with everyone. Oh! <laughs> that I freaking hated that. Oh, I, I enjoyed God. one Shakespeare play. It was because the teacher read it, and I could understand what was going on, but the mm. rest of the time, it's just like, uh, the, in, in, the, 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 it, the, the, like, the fucking wrong doing, side. Why are we doing this? Uh, and it's, it's, it's so slow. It's so dull. The whole point of a play is you're supposed to experience it. You know, it's like reading a script. It's like you can get yeah, you some don't things even from see a script. What you would in the play. You need the visual treatment for it to make sense. There's a lot of it is based on action. You know, they talk about like, ooh, in Macbeth, it's like the floating knife's going through the hall, and you're like, okay, I guess I can picture that. But it's like it's not like a book where they're intending you to use your imagination. They had actors and they had all this stuff where like you wouldn't have to like keep track of it. You'd be like, oh, dude with the redhead's the fucking bad guy versus like Varculio and Marsupial and Vercatio. <laughs> Marsupial. Who the fuck like are these characters? You ever go to like Stratford where they always like, if you go to see a play at Stratford, it's Shakespeare, they almost always knew like, and it's a modern twist. And it would yeah. always, sometimes I would go with like my mom, it would fuck me over for the next year because I saw a Twelfth Night and it was set in India and I didn't know that they had changed it. <laughs> so I like. Wait, so you thought Shakespeare wrote Twelfth Night to be in India? Well, I, I didn't know anything. About, I was in grade, like grade nine. That's I funny. didn't know anything about. We did Twelfth Night in grade nine as well. That's a that's one of his funniest fucking she, plays. She's the man, Amanda. She's Bynes. the man, baby. And then the other one I saw, and I knew that they were doing it, it was uh, Julius Caesar, but it was like World War Two. So they had like like era. So they had guns and stuff. But then any time in the play where they would have like a knife fight, they would like drop the guns and like take out their knives and oh, stuff because it was still like a major plot point. Yeah, that was great. Uh, if Shakespeare was so fucking cool and, you know, important, who did he study in high school? Hmm. Think about that, motherfuckers. <laughs> who the fuck did Shakespeare study? That's so fucking How did he dumb. get so good? <laughs> That's what a Why? Point. Why? Well, there was school back then. Well, he probably studied, like, the whatever literature came before him. Or, like, How come we don't study that? Why don't we study the things that influence the greats? Yeah, let's cut out the middleman. <laughs> yeah, why the fuck am I reading some goddamn interpretation of some shit that was important to him, you know? The other interesting thing about Shakespeare is that it's meant to be, like, it was originally written in plain language. So, like, all the peasants would go and yeah. they would they would understand what's going Us on. dumb folks can understand it, too. Yeah, but now you have to, like, because it's almost like a different language. Dude, anyway, I, so do you, do you save the puppy or do you save Shakespeare? I feel like you're getting riled up about Shakespeare and we forgot about the, the puppy. Dude, I would save the puppy every single time. I yeah, because it's like a, it's I would a save living... the puppy if it was gonna get put down the next day over the fucking Shakespeare, a hundred percent, man. You would you would give the puppy twelve hours more of life over Hell yeah, over I... Shakespeare getting one more fucking day. Dude's been on top for a thousand, two thousand years here, man. It's about time someone took down Shakespeare. Why aren't we like reading young novelists and stuff these days, bro? I'll take a hatchet over any fucking Shakespeare book. Have you read Shakespeare out of curiosity, just like outside of high school? Like, no. oh, here, let me pick up a Shakespeare book and like remember how we did in high school. It's like you pick novels, you pick short stories, you pick books to read. You don't mm -hmm. pick plays to read, to analyze. You go to plays, you experience them. We need less Oh, dead white dude plays <laughs> in All right, school. I think that's a little too much, Cat. Okay, no, 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 no. That is essentially the point you were making, and you know it. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so, dear Prudence, this, uh... Okay, wait, so what would, what would you do? You didn't fucking answer. 
Um, I don't, don't know. Don't tell me you fucking give a shit about what some old white dude says in a fucking puppy. Giving you those fucking big old puppy pu- eyes. You know what? I feel like theoretically I would probably be like, oh, the Shakespeare. But then if I was at the fire mm. and I saw the puppy, I'd be like, come come here, Rover. I don't think I'll if, ever, yeah, I would I would do the puppy. I don't think I'll ever be happy to experience Shakespeare again in my whole lifetime. I genuinely don't think I'll ever find it interesting. I genuinely don't think so. <laughs> you, I didn't I didn't think he would be this mad about Shakespeare. It's so dull. And just the way that like I think it really was like high school that made me fucking hate it where it's like four years of studying plays, man. It kills me. Might as well be fucking reading Guys and Dolls, you know? I'm getting hey, nothing hey, from hey, these plays. That hey. is a good fucking... Yeah, I know, I know. Guys it's and good. Dolls is great. You know what? My, I, my in grade... When I was in grade six, we did Guys and Dolls. And if there's any group of people that doesn't understand, like, 1950s, like, like gangsters, yeah. it's grade six people. It's great. In grade nine, we went on a field trip to New York City for a band, and oh, we sweet. saw Guys and Dolls on Broadway. That would be fun. That would be a production, man. And you know who was in it? Um... Titus from yeah, Unbreakable exactly. Commitment. He's Fucking exact, dude. Because back he then does, he does uh, the the boat one. Sit down, you're rocking the boat. I can't. I can't remember anything. People, oh. sit, sit down, sit down, you're rocking the boat. <laughs> I was really into this music. I was part of the mission band when I was at uh, in grade six. I held a sign. And I marched with Ooh. them. See, I don't, the, I don't see great. you fucking talking about all your good times doing Shakespeare plays over there. You're doing all the fun plays and stuff. Yeah, I, I've never did a Shakespeare also, play. you know what's fucking... Uh, just to squeeze in another music. There's no musing. musical. <laughs> Shakespeare didn't write one musical and we're still studying him? That's a good fucking point, dude. No bops. There were no bops in any Shakespeare. There's no catchy singles for Shakespeare. No dance numbers. Um, fuck, I had something too. Well, well, it's gone. It's lost. I don't care what you have to say. I care what Prudy has to say. And I will say, uh, Prudence really, really does take this guy down. Like I mainly chose this one because she she uses his love of Shakespeare (gasps) against him, and it's great. Okay, dear fireman. I assume during your fights, you say to your girlfriend, I shall laugh myself to death at this puppy-headed monster. And she replies to you, thou callest me a dog before thou hast cause. But since I am a dog, beware my fangs. Since you fancy yourself a Shakespeare scholar, perhaps you are aware of the bard's propensity for having his characters fall into psychological traps of their own making. Oh, shit. Good, that is what it's about. Point. He He set himself up. Fuck, that is what Shakespeare's about. Well, here you are, having set up your girlfriend with a trick choice. In your mind, her only acceptable answers were either you were a fool to come up with this game, or that she'd save the Shakespeare. Instead, she chose the puppy, which now has you raging, raging like Lear on the Moors. If you want to imagine idiotic hypotheticals, here's mine. You save both folios and the puppy, only to find later that the dog ate the entire works of Shakespeare. That's a fucking Twilight Zone episode right there. That'd be amazing. That that would be a quality Twilight Zone. God, I'm so split on Prudy, because it's like, Prudy, you're so smart, and like this was such a good fucking answer, and then you're in full support of fucking your cousin, dude. That's so <laughs> there, weird. There's a little bit more left of this one. I hope you're coming to understand that harping on this has brought your relationship to the point that you might as well cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war. So to defuse this situation, I suggest you apologize. Start with this quote from Dogberry in Much Ado About Nothing. Remember that I am an ass. 
Let's just hope that things haven't gone so far that she replies, I do desire we may better be strangers. Prudy. That was a phenomenal answer from Prudy. A lot of research. I assume Prudy's like very well educated where she like probably pulled these out of her back pocket you well know? it was the guys with like oh i appreciate shakespeare i'm an intellectual and then prudy's like if you really understood shakespeare mm-hmm. you would understand the parallels between you what you have done and his characters it was that was brilliant prudy's um, a champ didn't but they also s- it's kind of into her cousins <laughs> i recall them saying in high school that like the first shakespeare plays like that they put on of this stuff it was just like dudes in wigs for like the female parts and stuff like There's that. There's a great movie about that because all all uh, female roles were used played, to be by played by dudes back then. Men. Yeah, yeah. So fucking shaking There's hands some movie that stage. we watch in it. Uh, it's like a fictional, She's like men? historical fiction. No, <laughs> we did watch that in grade nine. We did nine, too. Uh, yeah, it was it was interesting because people thought like women wouldn't be good enough actors to do it. So all of the all of the what a weird thing back yeah. then where it's like. Juliet will be played by a man in a wig, you know? Like, that's my Juliet. Thank you. <laughs> well, do you think women can remember that many words? That's true. With their feeble minds? I will oh. say, mad respect to whoever the fuck decides to, like, you know, learn Shakespeare for the stage. When people have to memorize that stuff, I can't even read a passage of Shakespeare without stumbling over my own words half the time. But mm. they memorize it verbatim. I think it's like, I think in general, just old theater actors that you can remember a two-hour script without fucking flubbing once for the most part. I you used know? to do a two-hour tour. Once and, you do it a couple of times a day, and you're yeah, like, that's you've the got other it. thing though, where it's like, and I was on a fucking bus. <laughs> what with you though? I remember like when you told me that too. You were like, you said you got the job, and like two weeks later, like, yeah, I'm giving the tours. I'm like, how the fuck did you memorize a two-hour script? script for like you know just to I will recite. say I was able to kind of like improv it but that's the by, thing like yeah. that's the advantage I had over <laughs> theater actors but I, I, by the and end of it lie. by the end of it I was saying it word for word the oh, same yeah. time every every time and it's the type of thing too where it's like and you just zone out and you just say it I was always afraid that like since I zoned out that mm. I would just start saying my thoughts yeah because it's like a different part of your brain it's weird it's it's like the rehearsal part where it's like you know uh, you, you say the same thing to the same people that at one point someone's like, are you talking to me? And you're like, oh, my bad. I just like went into full on work mode for a second, you know? Mm. Um, but with like with your thing, when you're doing the tour, it's like, all right, I'm hitting this street. That jogs me to do this thing, you know? And like theater is like, okay, this song goes to this song, this scene goes to this scene. I just think it's like, that Shakespeare stuff is so hard to read. Like the old English stuff, it kills me, man. But if you're in the play though, like you would have studied it and like would know art not you would know bow, really like, what you're saying. What's the one where he holds the dude's fucking skull in his hands, like Predator? Oh, it's gotta be Hamlet. Yeah. I could be wrong. It's probably no, not. No, it is Hamlet because it's like his his no. I don't know. Yeah, right. It's like <laughs> I don't know. Um, I remember what I was gonna say. Being on a podcast makes me realize how frequently I say things I don't actually know. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't want to be held accountable for it later. Dude, that's what's great about being in America, man. You can say whatever the fuck you want. You we're don't not have to. A, we're not in America. Close enough. No one's getting this far in that they're gonna call me out on my <laughs> Hamlet references. Um, what I was gonna bring up though was um, you actually no wait in in the in theater bathrooms for women do they put advertisements on the back of stalls? Uh, probably because on the urinals I get bombarded every time I piss at a theater and it's always like the weirdest shit where it's like come see the you know the grand orchestra live you know those live events are so fucking come see Hamlet live in the theater Here's another freebie for you. Go for it. They should have urinals with ads that when you pee a motion sensor, it comes on, the ad starts. 
It's like a video screen. At, there's, uh, they already have that. They have like video screens at the urinals a lot of the times, where it's just like it's the same ads playing constantly. Yeah, but instead of that, it starts when when you pee. It's mo- the motion sensor is the is the pattern. You're being part. too polite because they just bombard you with advertisements in men's bathrooms, man. It's everywhere you fucking look, man. There's some I feel sort like of advertisement. It's probably equivalent to women's bathrooms. But there's no equivalent where it's like when you're peeing, you're like three you inches have... from the fucking wall. Well, and also you. You can't check if, your phone. If, I, if I'm getting this right, yeah, you kind right. of have to. You have to like, kind of think about where you're looking, yeah, right? That's because a, like people kind of like notice if you're looking in like the wrong places. Whereas yeah. when you're in a stall, you're just like looking ahead. But you, you can, can text, also you can look you around. Can look down. The amount of times where I'm like, I get to the urinal and I'm peeing, and you I'm have like, to look straight ahead, but, right? But again, the thing kicks in like your work head, where it's like, oh, fucking advertisement. And you like, you turn to like look away or something like that. You're like, oh wait a minute, I can't. I gotta keep looking at this thing. Damn you, corporations. Damn you all to hell for forcing me to look at your fucking advertisement. It's literally the only time where they make you watch it 100%. Men have designed for themselves the worst bathroom experience. We really have. Really, You guys really fucked that one up. Oh, well. All right. This will be my parting word. That's it for the podcast. It's been a long one. Thanks for coming on, Kat. Happy 50th. Thank, yeah, it's the big 5-0, man. Who knows? We're April 15th is going to be the uh, one year. So hopefully Whoa. I can get something cool happening for that. But, you know, thanks to all the guests that have come on. I'll read all their names on that episode and just be like a little, you know, try and come up with nicknames for each of them. Maybe that's what I'll do. Oh, uh, yeah. Just do like a do an thank hour-long everyone. brainstorm session. Yeah. Freebies. What would my, my nickname be? I gotta think about it. You can't put me on the spot like that, dude. What about what about Cool Cat? Uh, cool what Cat's already cat? a thing online. Do you not know Cool Cat? No. Cool Cat saves the day. No. Oh, dude, this insane man who kickstarts his own feature films called Cool Cat something or other, mm-hmm. and he plays a cat in like a cat costume who's like helping kids stop bullying and whatnot. Dear Lord. Very uncomfortable. Very to strange. Watch. I don't want that to be my nickname. So you can anymore. be Cool Cat. That is actually a good fucking name, Cool Cat. I'll allow it. Okay. I don't think enough people know about it. End the podcast. Wrap it up. You can find us on Bad Advice Podcast on Instagram. Bad, uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, badadvicepodcast.ca. You can find Kat working on... Uh, not... Uh, I can't... <laughs> can I even say that? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't... That's... You can find me at katherinelyons-editor.com. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> if you want to fucking hire her to edit something up, have at it. Yeah. All right, thanks for coming on, man. It's been a long one, but thank you. Thanks for having we'll me. We'll see you guys next time we see you. Peace. One hand in the air. Okay. Swag over there. Ooh, that was a fucking damn long nigga, one. Ooh, what what was that? Oh, what the fuck is that? Ooh, I pop out. God damn, that's me in the air. Ooh, Ooh. Bitch, I'm so fly. Sharper than a star.